I'm your instructor, Alan Roach, for My Car Guys at Johnson Auto Plaza. Here's a fact. Every car dealer pays the same for new vehicles. The manufacturers set the cost, the incentives, the rebates, and from there, it's up to the dealers to sell those vehicles. And so begins the sales circus. You've seen it. Balloons and costumes. Super low. Come on. Payments that require super fast talking or teeny tiny print disclaimers just to make them legal, let alone honest. Know this class. There is a better way. The Johnson family goal is simple to help you find the vehicle you're looking for at the best possible price with no silly games or wasted time and make your experience a great one. That's it. And that's why you'll love these guys just like I do. During the Jeep Celebration event, get a great deal on over a 1,000 vehicles, 350 new Rams, 200 new Jeeps. Experience car buying the way it's supposed to be at Johnson Auto Plaza, north of E470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. Yeah, let's have fun today Elix Gardens gives you all access to 54 rides, slides, and attractions, like free dive-in movies, free concerts with artists from country, pop, and rock. Elix Gardens theme and water park, two great parks, one low price. Come make memories today. Save up to $25 at participating McDonald's locations. Elix Gardens, we love you. It's a grand opening celebration at BPL Plasma in Commerce City. Come make some easy cash by donating your blood plasma. Save lives and get paid. Earn an easy $225 over your first three donations. Talk about quick cash. You'll be in and out in less than an hour. And BPL Plasma is one of Colorado's largest facilities. You'll be in good hands. With two locations, one in Lakewood and the grand opening of their Commerce City location in the shopping center on the corner of Vasquez and Parkway Drive. Learn more at BPLPlasma.com. KKSE Parker Denver Home of the Nuggets Home of the Avalanche Altitude 950 Denver's All Sports Station Live from the Altitude 950 Studios The Vic Lombardi Show Starts now Full count Bases loaded Only one out And he swings and lifts this one in the air Short left field Gonna be trouble Parker coming in And he can't get it and the game is tied. Here comes Connor Falafa. And the Rangers win it. <laughs> what an unbelievable comeback. A meltdown for Wade Davis. 13-12, to 12, our final score. Where's that drop? My favorite Manchester drop. Whenever something bad happens. And this is fitting today. If you look outside on this Monday morning here in the Mile High City, this is the drop of all drops that describes the day and the Rockies' performance yesterday in Texas. Here it is. It's gloomy and crappy outside for a reason. That's how we should all feel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good morning, oh. Manchester. Morning, Vic. Very appropriate, right? Yeah, I mean, man. Let me let me say this, first of all, because I was going back and forth from the U.S. Open to the Rockies game. Yeah. And every time it looked like the Rockies had it clinched, I parked on the open. Because, you know, final day of the U.S. National Open, that's good must-see TV. You figure when you go into the ninth inning with that kind of lead, right, game's over, it's secure, everything's fine. I could not believe I got in my car and drove home because we were at my parents' house and then found out the result of the game. I... I couldn't believe it and I could believe it, right? Oh, I didn't yeah. go, I didn't sit there and go, Oh my God. I was like, yeah, I was, it was more of a, eh, 
at because, some point you just start laughing. Yeah. Right? There's no other reaction that, yep. that is fitting. You just are like, well, yep, that's about typical. They gave up seven runs. I think the stat I saw was seven runs on three hits. Mm. That's almost impossible to do. And they managed to uh, squander that game yesterday. What, what's impossible? And again, the numbers speak volumes. 15 hits, 12 runs, and you lose the game. I'm, I'm going to say that one more time. 15 hits, 12 runs, a four-run lead late, twice a four-run lead, twice, and you lose the game. You put a dozen runs on the board, uh, you should win the game. There, there's a safe assumption right there, right? There's there's a comment that uh, you can pretty much put in in concrete. I, it, unbelievable. Unbelievable. New low for the Rockies yesterday. Absolute new low. Uh, during the course of this show, we will ask for your help. Uh, normally, as a doctor, I am a doctor, I will provide a prescription. I just don't have any answers for this team right now. I, I am not proud enough. I'm, I'm, I'm enough of a man to admit I have no answers for what you do this season. Perhaps next season. But I'm not sure you can do anything to save this season. Perhaps you all out there listening to this program have different ideas, but feel free to call in, chime in. Yeah, and I mean, I like to give Bud Black a hard time and call him Teflon Bud, but what's he supposed to do yesterday? I, I, I don't know what you do. I mean, <laughs> you've got two four-run leads. I mean, they keep showing him in the dugout in the ninth inning. Like, what is he supposed to what, do? Are you not supposed to give the ball to Wade Davis? You, you, who, who's he supposed to get up out in the bullpen and go to? Like, he doesn't really have much of an option. However, giving the ball to Brian Shaw again. Yeah, that didn't go very well again. You, you know, when do you just stop doing that? When do you stop? When do you take the ball out of his hands and say, we're going to, we're going to let it simmer down for a couple weeks? Every time he's on the hill, it's a mess. It is. Every time. It is. And, and it almost catastrophizes the whole thing. Yeah. It's like he's there. Yeah. And it almost triggers something in everybody else. It's yeah. Like, uh-oh. What's wrong? He's like the cooler at a casino, right? He shows up at the at the uh, craps table and all of a yeah. sudden the, the hot roller goes cold. That's what he is. Everybody goes bad. It, it's beyond frustrating right now. It's, um as one of the uh, Twitter followers just put it, it's heartbreaking. Considering how much talent they have. And then again, there are some of us, you namely, who began the year by saying, don't be so sure that the Rockies will do better than they did a year ago. They had a bad vibe yeah. in spring training. I don't know that I'd go with heartbreaking though. That's a little bit of an overstatement, don't you think? Heartbreaking? Obviously. Anytime heartbreaking is uh, used for sports, it's overstatement, but you know, to each his own. I mean, my cat got eaten by a coyote this weekend. That wait, was wait, heartbreaking. Wait, wait, wait. What? Yeah. Hold on, Bill? Big Bill. Let's, let's. 14 year old. All right. Unbelievably hey, Jesse, fat. Jesse, let's start the show again. Just, let's start the show one more time. Start the, start the lead music. We'll begin again. We'll begin anew. Ready? It's 7.05, Vic Lombardi Show Monday morning. All right, welcome to the Vic Lombardi Show on this awful Monday morning. As you can see, the weather outside is frightful. I mean, how bad can it be, really? It looks bad, but there's nothing, nothing as bad as the weather. How was your weekend, Manchester? Uh, it was pretty good, except for my cat getting eaten by a coyote. What? Yep. 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 Okay. And, and I'm not here to pile on, okay? Cause you know, I'm a sensitive guy. How did this happen? Well, the cat got out at about three o'clock. First of all, this is a large cat. Huge cat. Like, 
give me, is it as big as I am? No, not quite, but like it is, it is an enormous cat. I, I mean, look at Jesse and Marty. They're not big guys. They're about that size. It's about Marty. Yeah. He's about Marty's size. So he gets out at like three o'clock. We go to church. Yeah. We go to dinner. We come home. It's like 10 o'clock. We're like, Oh man, where's Bill? We, we didn't Hell bring him in. No. We didn't bring him in before we, before we left. So we look around, can't find him, look under the neighbor's uh, patio, which is where he typically hides. No sign of him. Like, okay, well, uh, he's, he survived before out, you know, survived in the wild. So I get up yesterday morning. I don't don't mean to laugh. I get up yesterday morning. I start looking around and I get over to the neighbor's yard and Mm -hmm. I start seeing patches of fur. Oh, geez. And I see more and more patches of fur. And it dra- it goes across the street over to the field, open field across the street. Down the hill, there is fur everywhere. Okay. And a little bit of blood and guts. So at least we know there's no mystery. We know what happened to Bill. How do you know it was a coyote? Well, here's the other thing. Okay. First of all, you pronounced it coyote. It's a coyote. It's a coyote. Do really? we have to go down this road again? <laughs> is it really? Do you, what, what, do you live in Montana? It's a coyote. What, do you live in the hills of uh, South Texas? So I'm sitting on the patio at like 1030, kind of waiting on Saturday night, waiting for Bill to come home, like yeah. just kind of sitting there. The stupid coyote comes up on my patio oh while my. I'm sitting there. Oh, my. He wants more. Scared the bejesus out of me. I don't know if he'd already had Bill or not. I don't know. I don't know if Bill got caught while oh, we were at church wow. or if Bill wow. got caught overnight. Well, we're going to get through this this morning. How would you break it to the kids? Uh, they saw me out, you know, with the shovel. Yeah. And what was their reaction? Uh, the little one and the big one was just kind of like, ah, oh, it's sad. Uh, the middle one was pretty shaken. Yeah. Yeah, we saw some tears. It was sad. It was a sad day. But other than, you know, other than that, it was a good weekend, but that was a pretty big How one. How big are these coyotes? It scared me, man. Like just telling you this story, like yeah. I, it kind of gives me the willies. They're big. You know, we've had mountain lions in our, in our neighborhood. Mount, and we've had to, we have these reports that come out and these notices and they don't play a siren, but phone calls and texts. You know how you have those doggy doors? Mm-hmm. And my dogs are small dogs, right? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even, they'd have no chance, none against any of those wild animals no, out there. No. But could you imagine my worst nightmare is that the doggy doors open. You're down grabbing a cup of coffee in the morning and there's a mountain lion just staring at you going, what's up, dude? Yeah, just decided to come on in and make himself at home. So yeah, it was, Ooh. uh, it was, it was no Well, good. my apologies. No good. My, oh, it's, it's, my, we'll, condo- my condolences. We'll get, we'll, we'll 708, big news right now. What big headlines? The big story we're following this morning. What caught everyone's attention? The big news right now. Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. Address a number of things. Uh, you know, we've had a, you know, we've had a, you know, a couple of discussions already uh, as a group and individually. We got to keep uh, keep fighting through it. Keep fighting, Rockies. Keep fighting. I'm not sure how much fight they have left as the Rockies blow another big lead. The bullpen melts down again. 13-12 Texas. We'll break it down for you. Again, if you have any ideas on how you save this season, feel free. 30933 is the text line. Hotline is 303-753-0950. And what a finish by Brooks Kepka. Brooks Kepka. Back to back. United States Open's phenomenal. I don't think I could have dreamed of this going back to back. Um, it's, it's truly special and uh, I'm so honored. Brooks Kepka survives. 
Shinnecock Hills. And I say survives because the storylines that came out of that place over the weekend, huh, so many to count. I can't wait to get into the whole Mickleton, Mickelson mess, by the way. It was, uh, it was too difficult. Too difficult. Yeah, whatever. It's over the top. Come on. I thought it was great. I enjoyed it. Too much. I also enjoy when an NFL middle linebacker wins the whole thing because that's what Brooks Kepka looks he like. He looks like it. You know how, you know what his actual size is? No. Six foot 185. Is that it? Yeah. He no looks, way. he looks like he's 220. He's he looks not jacked. six foot 185. What I heard dude. this morning. I'm almost 185. He's, no, he's not. He's my size. No, he's not 185. Six foot 185. Did you know what he did before the final round? Lifted. He and Dustin Johnson went and lifted. He threw up 12 reps at 225. Really? 12. Six, Twelve, six foot one eighty-five, and then he won the U.S. Open. Robert DeHay already let two past him tonight. Rafael Guerrero, there is window dressing. Ronaldo through the Listen, if you're not watching the World Cup, that's your problem. As soon as the U.S. and Italy did not get in, I figured ah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bother. Well, I can't help myself. I'm watching every game and I'm watching with interest. And what Cristiano Ronaldo did the other day with those three goals, that hat trick, single-handedly carrying his team to a tie, every game living up to the expectations. I'll give you a quick recap on the cup a little later. Uh, no, it was very uh, very enjoyable. You're the one who said long. you weren't going to watch. I know, I know, I'm in, I'm in. I watched Mexico, Germany yesterday. I, I was, I was in, I'm in. In fact, it is the subject of my piping hot take. Excellent, can't wait. Ronaldo made his penalty last night. Over to you, Lionel Messi. Five career World Cup goals with 15 prior appearances. Can he give Argentina the lead once again? No, it's saved. Hannes Torhalderson, Icelandic national hero. So, Ronaldo scores a hat trick and Messi misses a penalty kick, costing his team greatly. But, our neighbors from the south, wow, what an upset they pulled off. Give and go, Chicharito from Guardado. Here he comes, Hernandez leads it, Lozano, coming, looking, shooting, Lozano, goal, Mexico leads. Mexico over Germany, defending champion Germany. I think it's the first time a CONCACAF team beat Germany in that kind of setting. Uh, it is. Now, there's some controversy, right? Landon Donovan said that's who we should root for is yeah. Mexico. And I agree with him. And, and a lot of people are upset yeah. by this. And I know. That's your bitter, bitter rival. I don't you don't care. root for them. I don't care. If the Detroit Red Wings had gone and played in a World Cup setting after playing the Avs during the late 90s and early 2000s, I'm rooting for the Red Wings. If the Raiders make it to the Super Bowl, are you rooting for them? Not the Super Bowl, but if they're playing for the Galaxy Championship, this is a different deal. It's mm. a different, it's outside the sphere. I don't think so. It's outside the sphere. No, I think it's your bitter rival. I think it's the team that you have a lot of history with, that there's a lot of bad mm-hmm. blood. You don't all of a sudden start rooting well, for I, them. I'll tell you why. It's soft. I'll it's tell field you, Okay, day. fine. I'll tell you why I was rooting heartily for Mexico. El Tri. Is that how it's pronounced, by the way, Jesse? My brother and I had this debate. He says it's pronounced El Tre. I said, no, it's El Tri. Tree, like... Yeah, yeah. that's what I said. <laughs> Point Vic. 713, you got the Vic Lombardi Show. HW's out on much-needed PTO. Manchester's cat got stolen. More on that later. Lose Harry based on your effort.
Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Denver? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Stan Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Denver area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Denver is a perfect market for my system, and this week, I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's Workshop, call 1-800-900-6114. Seating is extremely limited. Call right now because this free ticket offer expires this Friday. That's 1-800-900-6114. That's 1-800-900-6114. Hey, it's Mark Bozier to tell you about the anniversary sales event at Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th, your destination for the best deals in the state on over 300 Nissans. Lease a 2018 Nissan Rogue S all-wheel drive for only $178 a month for 36 months with $19.99 due at signing. Get over to Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th and see Devin Schubert or online at LHMNissan104.com. Driven by you. Last eight event, JP 5144-71, Just over here with an opportunity to get a career in under a year. Have you ever thought of what it takes to put together a newscast or radio show or even a YouTube channel? Be a social media influencer. There are directors, camera operators, producers, editors, production assistants, reporters, on-screen talent, DJs, board operators, YouTube and Instagram designers, music studio producers, and even film and movies. They are all part of the media industry, and the Colorado Media School has been training people just like you for over 30 years in media careers. The Colorado Media School is calling all creators, actors, editors, beat makers, music lovers. If you want to be a star, they want you. So if you have a passion to create and want to work in the media and broadcast industry, you need to call 303-937-7070 right now. Start now and graduate in just eight months. Financial aid is available for those who qualify and job placement assistance is available. Call the Colorado Media School and reserve your seat. Call 303-937-7070. Hey, homeowners, listen up. Interest rates are rising and experts agree they'll continue to rise. So you need to seriously think about refinancing now before rates go up more. The longer you wait, the more interest you might pay. So if you even thought about pulling cash out of the equity in your home to pay off credit cards, car loans, or purchase an investment property, you need to make the cash call now at 855-875-CASH before mortgage rates rise anymore. Cash Call Mortgage can still refinance your loan at a low fixed interest rate for a flat fee of just $995 and will pay all third-party closing costs. Call 855-875-CASH today to begin the quick and easy process. We close most loans in less than 21 days to get you the cash you need fast. That's 855-875-CASH. First Mortgages, Impact Mortgage Corp, DBA, Cash Call Mortgage, One City Boulevard, Orange, California, 92868, NMLS, 128231. Equal housing lender, not licensed in all states, including New York. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing, terms, conditions, and restrictions. That's 855-875-CASH. Denver Golf has a variety and value right in your backyard anywhere in town. From urban golf settings to mountain vistas, you'll find it all at Denver Golf. Fantastic course conditions at the most affordable prices in the Mile High City. With seven facilities to choose from, Denver Golf has programs and courses to fit every golfer. No matter where you live in Denver, there's a Denver Golf course near you. Come home to play. Denver Golf is your neighborhood course. Book your tee times today at cityofdenvergolf.com. 
The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Delay in the Monument area this morning at one point northbound I-25 was shut down at the El Paso-Douglas County line due to a semi-fire. That has all been cleared and lanes are reopened, but delays remain. Traffic is brought to you by Indeed.com. Watch for slowing with an accident reported on southbound I-25. It's approaching the Boulder Turnpike. Are you hiring? With Indeed, you can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then zero in on qualified candidates in an online dashboard. Get started at Indeed dot com slash higher. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now back to Vic Lombardi. It's, it's uh, confidence, it's mental, it's some uh, mechanics. You know, it's trying to do too much with the ball. Uh, it's not trusting your stuff. I mean, there's a lot of things that go on in this. That's uh, Bud Black on the uh, struggles of Wade Davis yesterday in Texas. I just couldn't believe it. I mean, Nowhere close to throwing strikes. Well, Clearly something was off. I don't know. Walk man. home, everybody. I was going to say, I don't think he got a very uh, friendly umpire. The, 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 okay, the, even if you don't get a friendly umpire, if let's say the, the, the darn strike zone is a fist size. It got tight. Get it there. I know, but it got tight. Like, there were a bunch of them that on the little screen thing Let on them hit the AT&T. Ball. Let your fielders do their thing. Let them hit the ball. At some point, you can't walk four guys. I'll give <laughs> Come you that. On. I'll give you that. But there were there were several pitches that showed up as yellow on the whatever strike zone, the Toyota strike zone or yeah. Ford strike zone or whatever it is, that showed up as yellow and it was a ball. He was just constantly behind in the count too. Every hitter he was behind in the count. Is that the season? Um that was the most devastating loss of the season. There's no doubt about that. You cannot point to another game that was more frustrating. There's no way. I mean, come on. The game was over. They've Twice. played they've played 71 games. 21 times they've had the lead and lost. 21. And we talk about Out of that, 71. You know how the season is split into 40-40-40 and all, you know, those games that you have a chance to win, should yeah. win. They've lost 21 of those games already. And you know, some of those are hey, they were up one yeah. nothing in the first or whatever, but 21 times mm-hmm. in 71 games they've had the lead and have lost. Yeah. I mean, that's just unbelievable. So to say yesterday was their worst loss, I don't know. I mean, how many times have we come on here and, and talked about some just devastating loss? I mean, Wade Davis has, has had a few of them himself. Yesterday was, it was up there though. Problem is that the, the Rockies, the, the pitching staff, the bullpen has become so untrustworthy that I don't know what moves a manager can make at this point. You're right. I mean, listen, you've been hard on Bud Black. For many, many reasons. Yes. But I don't know what a manager can do with this bullpen right now, presently constituted, to fix it. Well, when you have a 12-9 lead, you have to be able to go to your closer. I, if you can't go to your closer in the ninth with the 12-9 lead, what are you supposed where, where to do? do? You go? Where do you go? I mean, what's your yeah. option there? He'd already gone to Adovino. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I do think maybe you need to consider making Adam Adovino the closer. I thought about that last night, but it's not as if Wade Davis has been Brian Shaw and everything. You know, he's had some hiccups. Yeah, but he's had he's had three or four of these okay. kind of games. Okay, that's fine. That's fair. You still have to have guys to set up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It doesn't it doesn't really change the scenario. All you're doing is moving him down a spot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's still going to be on the bump and yeah, going to be. A gas can, but and, I mean, and, McGee was bad. It's, 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 John was it's bad. contagious. It's contagious. And John Gray, I mean, it's amazing how tempting his talents really are. He looks like a freaking stud for five innings. They can't touch him for five innings. Nothing. 
and then all of a sudden he implodes in one inning, and the game is on its side. And that's what he normally and does. And it's always it one is. inning. And so what do you do there? What do you do with John Gray? He clearly is not fulfilling the expectations that were put forth at the beginning of the season. It's just not no. going to happen. And can we stop calling him the ace? Can well, we, we officially stop, stop calling we, him we the stop ace? We that. Penalty kick coming up here for Sweden against Korea, by the way, as uh, one of the uh, Swedish players was uh, taken down in the box. Now, this is the same group as Germany-Mexico, right? I am not sure. I believe that. so. Is that Group F? Yes, Group F. Yeah. Yes, it is. So Mexico's got a nice advantage in Group F already. Here comes the kick. I'm going to give you a little play-by-play with the Andres Cantor call. If he makes the Korean goalie is delaying things. Have you gotten used to the font? Um, you know, it's settled in a little bit. I still don't like it. I, I'd rather have Helvetica, as you say. Here's yeah. a kick by the Swedish player. Ingo! As long as I can do it. That, was, that, that, that dude was does it for okay. 15 seconds. That was okay. That's as long as I can go. One nothing Sweden. Let's get to our piping hot takes. I am the greatest. Because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. <laughs> it's Vic's hot take. This is why I love the World Cup. This is why. The gates of parody have opened. We saw it over the weekend. Some of the defeats, some of the matches were splendid in outcome because the gates of parody have given smaller teams, less than stellar soccer countries, a chance to win games. And it makes it all the more frustrating that our country, the grand U.S. of A., is not represented at this World Cup. I am so frustrated by that watching... Mexico defeat Germany the way Mexico did. Listen, the U.S. has played Mexico. I mean, that's they're our tribal. I get it. They play them all the time, and they play them strongly too. I mean, that's a great yeah. matchup. If Mexico can do it, why can't the U.S.? As I'm watching El Tree win that game, all I'm thinking the entire time is, "Damn it! I wish the U.S. was here. I wish the U.S. had this stage." Why was I rooting for Mexico? Well. Why was Landon Donovan rooting for Mexico? He caught a lot of heat, by the way, saying that he did that simply for endorsement purposes. Wells Fargo gave him a nice chunk of change to pull for Mexico, and he did so via social media. And a lot of his former U.S. teammates jumped all over him. Hercules Gomez, Bocanegra, the couple guys that played with him on the U.S. team jumped all over him saying, how can you sell out to our arch rivals, our sporting rivals? Landon Donovan said, listen, hey, come on, whatever. Whatever his motivation is, I'll tell you what my motivation is. I'm rooting for Mexico, knowing full well that they are venomous rivals. I get it. But I would much rather have a team here in the CONCACAF region, here on this side of the globe, here in North America, this side of the ledger, where everybody says, ah, they don't know how to play soccer yet. It hasn't caught up yet. Really? Did you watch that game? Because Mexico looked pretty damn good against world-class Germany, former World Cup champion. I like the fact that the team the U.S. matches up against all the time just took Germany out. So, yes, I'm rooting for the rivals. I'm rooting for our neighbors. And I hope they win again. Go L3. Next hot take. It's Manchester's hot take. What a difference a year makes. Do you remember last year on Father's Day what the Rockies did? Yes, that was the Nolan Arenado game. The walk-off yes. home run to hit for the cycle. 
This year, they blow a 12-9 lead by giving up four runs in the ninth on four walks and a couple of hits and just a total mess. So I don't need analytics. I don't need stats. I don't need any of that kind of stuff. I can just look at it and say one one team, you knew there was something special about them. Last year on Father's Day, you just knew that Rockies team had their mojo. This year on Father's Day, the Rockies showed us they just don't have it. This team is a disaster. They're a mess. You can take all your stats and your acronyms and all your erp and werp and whatever you want to give me. I don't need it. I can just watch last year on Father's Day, this year on Father's Day, and tell the difference between these two teams. This Rockies team, it's done. It's finished. They're going nowhere. And yesterday was the final nail in the coffin. It's quite remarkable how one day can pretty much paint a picture for an entire season. It does, though. You're right, because last Father's Day, it showed just how grizzled they are, right? Gritty. Yeah. They're here to play. They had, well, here's the thing. Last year on Father's Day, they showed us they just had a little bit of magic, right? And yesterday they showed us they have the opposite of magic. They find new ways to lose on a nightly mm. basis, on a daily basis. Yeah. They have the worst thing you can have in any team sport, and that's a lack of confidence mm-hmm. that's contagious. A lack of confidence that starts with the bullpen and spreads. Like a disease. The only out they got in the ninth yesterday was on a great play by Para. I know. A great play. I know. I mean, it was just an absolute and utter disaster. And this team, I don't know what the what, what the opposite is of Magic, but that's what this year's Rockies team is. But you know, the opposite of Magic. We're, this is what we're supposed to do. We, we are talk show hosts, sports talk show hosts. So we're supposed to sit here after just a devastating loss like that and give answers. How do they fix it? I don't, I don't know. I have no I, answers. I, None. I don't, I don't know what you do because they're so far down this road. Here's what I do suggest. Saving the season, I think we're past that. I, I really think that unless something crazy happens, they're past that. What they need to save, and hear me out on this, they need to save the confidence in one Nolan Arenado that he can remain in Denver with this franchise and hope to win. Because if they lose him, if, if they lose Nolan Arenado because they lose the season, that triggers an avalanche. Ah, uh, but I mean, how do you how do you save his confidence? I, I don't. Know. I think they already I, did it. They went and they went yeah, and invested I, in the most expensive bullpen in baseball they history. Did. They did. It's not like they didn't spend the money. You're right. right. You're right. It's not like they just sat on their hands and said we're going to go with what we got last year. Greg Holland didn't come back. Right. Exactly. Who was the the guy that set up Greg Holland last year? They they let go of a couple guys. They they made the moves. I think they showed Nolan Arenado they're willing to to do those things. They just haven't worked out. I mean, Jeff Breidich needs to be taken to task. These moves he's made, Ian Desmond, Wade Davis, Brian Shaw, disaster, disaster, disaster. Right, I, I, I'm not going to disagree with the way they've worked out, but you've got to give him this. When they signed Wade Davis, what was our reaction? Excited. Okay. When they signed... Brian Shaw, as much I didn't know much about him, I looked at his numbers, pretty good. I get it. We were all excited when Mike Bone hired Dan Hawkins, too. Ultimately, when that that's didn't work not our out, job, though. that's on Mike Bone. Yeah, that's not our job. That's his yeah. job. Exactly I, right. I, I get what you're coming from. I, I, it's hard for me to criticize Breidich in hindsight when we all thought these were great, great moves. We championed the moves then, and now we criticize. I. That's hard for me to do. You got the Vic Lombardi Show when we come back. I want to get into this whole Phil Mickelson thing at the United States Open because I thought I thought it was a shot in the arm for the sport of golf. I loved it. Golf elitist hated it. 
We'll debate. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. It's Altitude 950. Here's what's in play on Altitude 950. The Colorado Avalanche would like to congratulate their minor league affiliate, the Colorado Eagles, based in Loveland, for winning the Kelly Cup two years in a row. The Colorado Eagles will join the American Hockey League next season and be the Avs' number one minor league affiliate. Congratulations on another championship. Go Eagles. It's time to bring breakfast back at the Delectable Egg. Start your day with an amazing omelet, a delicious skillet, some pancakes, or how about some eggs? There's a lot of places to get eggs, but only one locally owned and with so many delicious locally sourced products made fresh daily. The Delectable Egg. So get cracking. The Delectable Egg at five metro locations, including Lodo, Downtown, DTC, Lowry, and Westminster. Ask about catering and hatch some great deals with a Delectable Egg rewards program at DelectableEgg.com. Hey, sports fans, Vic Lombardi here. You know, I like to bike. I like to play basketball, golf. Well, I got issues with my back. I visited a place in downtown Denver called Downtown's Healthcare, and I've never felt better. Joining us now is Dr. Gary Rademacher, who founded Downtown's Healthcare. It's different. It's unique. Why? It's unique because we have a team approach. So we have medical providers, we have chiropractors, we have rehab specialists, we have massage therapists, basically underneath one roof where we provide physical and regenerative medicine. So the goal is to help people get off of medications and avoid unnecessary surgeries. Yeah, and that's the thing. I've had, haven't had to lean on my Advil anymore. I just go in there and make sure that I'm properly adjusted. I get a massage. I get whatever I need to make the problem go away. That's my favorite aspect. So I go into the office last week, and here's one thing that I get every time. Stretching. Professional stretch. They're stretching me. Man, it's so good for you. Yeah, definitely. We have people on staff that will go through what we call like a PNF stretching, where yeah. it's, it's, it's resistive type stretching, where you'll you'll get more of a stretch working with someone than on, with by yourself. Yeah. So basically, so it's more effective. Will this make me faster and a better basketball player? That's what I want to know. If you can move better. <laughs> Does insurance cover this? Insurance covers a lot of it. Some of it, it doesn't, but we've never turned anyone away who actually wants and or needs the care. If someone's willing to work with us, we work with them. You made a good point. You know, we worry so much about paying for other things in our life. Why don't we, why don't we invest in our bodies? You know, I think that, you know, we're, we, we, we were raised with this, uh, immortality type like mindset. We don't start thinking about it until we start having the aches and pains when we get into our forties and fifties. Mm-hmm. And then at that time, sometimes it's a little late. And so we, we got to catch up a little bit. And so if we really want our golden years to be golden, we need to take care of ourselves. Downtownshealthcare.com. That's downtowns with an S. You go to the website, you get a, you get a lay of the land, don't you? Yes. A little bit of everything. If you want to get fixed up, trust me, I've been there. I know what you're feeling. Downtown's healthcare is the place to go. As America's economy has evolved, so have apprenticeships. Today, they are meeting the needs of our economy in industries such as IT, healthcare, and financial services. In fact, these modern industries are employing adult, youth, and veteran apprentices, gaining a competitive advantage and developing the next evolution of America's workforce. To learn more, visit ApprenticeshipEvolution.com. Sponsored by the State of Colorado and aired in cooperation with the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. Have you heard about the best refinance deal around? Credit Union of Denver has an auto, motorcycle, or RV refinance deal that will blow your socks off. 
Bring your respective loan over to Credit Union of Denver and receive at least 2% off your current rate, $200 cash, and take a two-month payment vacation. They like to call this the power of two. It's so easy to do. You just go online and apply at smartlikeyou.com or call them at 303-234-1700. Apply at smartlikeyou.com or call Credit Union of Denver at 303-234-1700. Tell them you heard it on Cool 105. The 2% discount is on a current auto, motorcycle, or specific type of RV loan from a different financial institution. Floor rate applies. Rate discount and $200 valid on loans over $7,500. With approved credit, terms and conditions apply. Offer expires July 31st, 2018. Equal opportunity lender. The Altitude 950 traffic update. We are seeing slow traffic southbound I-25 where your speeds are into the teens and 20s between Broadway and Bellevue. This traffic report is brought to you by Lowe's. Catching slowing as well. Eastbound I-270, I-25 to York. Speeds are way down westbound I-270 between I-70 and Vasquez. Did you know that Lowe's is now home to Craftsman? You'll find an ever-growing selection of mechanics tools, tool storage, and more. Craftsman, for your go-to tool brand, start with Lowe's. I'm Chris McLaughlin with Traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. I don't mean disrespect by anybody. I know it's a two-shot penalty, and uh, at that time, I just didn't feel like going back and forth and hitting the same shot over. I took the two-shot penalty, moved on. It's uh, it's uh, my understanding of the rules. I, I've had multiple times where uh, I've wanted to do that. I just finally did. I thought it was freaking hilarious. I saw it live over the weekend when Phil Mickelson, way back, no chance to win the U.S. Open. Okay, He made the cut. He got the Saturday. But by the time Saturday came around... And the way they had that golf course set up, it was impossible. Okay, the pros were all crying out there. It was impossible to play that course. It was, and, and he was way back. But weren't there like two golfers who started Saturday, eleven shots off the lead, and by Sunday were tied for the lead? They that shot sixty sixes, okay. and Dustin Johnson well, shot a seventy seven. So he wasn't. Yes. I mean, was he that far back? So at, at one point, Kepka was seven shots off the lead. Yeah, you're right. After one round, so you could come back, but. Given what we know now, watching Mickelson on Saturday, he's played with Beef, that guy from uh, England, big old dude. So there's Mickelson and Beef on number 13, if you missed it, at uh, Shinnecock Hills. And it's just one of those bikini-waxed greens where if you send the putt by two or three feet, it'll fall off the other end of the green. Yeah. It's virtually unfair, okay? It was like putting on a basketball court. Yeah, it's unfair. It was ridiculous. So he putts it past the hole. And he sees that the ball is about to go to the other side of the green and fall behind the bunker, and then he's screwed. So here's here's Mickelson, the guy who does the arthritis commercials. Okay, he's in full gallop mode now. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is Usain bolting it across the green. That's as fast as I've ever seen Mickelson move. He gets to the ball as it's rolling off the green, and just sort of rakes it back toward the hole. And as he rakes it while the ball is moving, it almost goes in. It almost goes in the hole. Yeah. Needless to say, what he did was shocking. As we're watching it live, we're like, what did he just do? It's the kind of thing we do when we're out playing with buddies and we're mad. Yes. When there's nothing on the line. Right. United States Open is on the line. You've conceded the hole. You already lost that hole. Whatever. So as we watch him do that, as I watched it unfold, I smiled. I loved it. Because a couple reasons why. It showed he's human. 
It shows that these golfers are not mutants. They're not robots out there. They actually have emotion underneath all that stuff. He showed some emotion. He was angry. He was mad. Mad at the USGA for the golf course setup. Mad at himself. Mad at the golf gods. Just an angry man doing what angry men do. I had no problems with that burst of emotion out of Phil Mickelson. But immediately... After he did it, Joe Buck and the rest of the crew announcing the U.S. Open, and I'm not criticizing the the crew at all. I think they did a fine job. Immediately started invoking, oh, my God, he disrespected the game. What are they going to do now? Oh, my goodness. As if Mickelson stabbed his playing partner in the throat. Right. Well, and it's a two-stroke penalty, correct? He got penalized two strokes. Exactly. Why does there have to be more? Like, there's a penalty. Well, David Fay. I'm not sure what his role is with the USGA. I don't know. What that, I, these guys, they got guys I've never heard. He gets on the broadcast and says he would have preferred that Mickelson been DQ'd for what he did. Why? That's what I said. For what? Like what? Because he's taking advantage of a rule and he's playing outside the spirit of the rule. Okay, but change the, the rule then. Exactly. That's your rules. Exactly. Problem. He, he, he played by the rules. I don't understand the problem. Like you're going to DQ guys because you don't like the way they interpreted the rules or used the rules or didn't play within the spirit of the rules. Mm-hmm. That seems like a really slippery slope. What if it's another golfer though? And this is the thing I'm getting from people because it's Phil Mickelson and everybody loves Phil. So popular among the fans, by the way, that's more of a real version of Phil than people think. Yeah. By no, I'm way. with you. I'm with you. By the way, anyway, if it's somebody else, if it's homeboy who won the uh, Masters, who's got that punchable face, right? What if he Patrick pulls Green. that off? What if he does that? I don't. Is I don't. The reaction different. I think the reaction is probably the same. I don't, in terms of fans and in terms of elitist golfer getting all upset. I don't think the USGA does anything different. I don't. I don't on what grounds would they have suspend or DQ'd him? I don't understand. But let me say how this, they could have done that for, for the elitist golf fan. And this is one thing I hate about golf. I, I, you know how much I love playing the game. I play as much as I can. Okay, I love it. I love the competition. I love the one-on-one nature of the sport. I love the fact that it's just in your head and it never goes away. But those golf elitist rules guys who just can't get over this, don't you have anything better to do in your life? It's the same guy who calls when he sees a violation on TV. Like, Is your life that void of thrill? That you have to get all up in arms over this. I mean, seriously, a deep reflection now, rules guy. If you're sitting there and what Mickelson did upsets you to the point where you feel disrespected, what, what are you missing in your life? How does that upset a human being that a pro golfer gets emotional and temporarily loses insanity? Great. He's a human. I loved it. For once, the real Mickelson shows his face. Well, emotion, anger, it got the better of him, and he did something that he probably regretted. But he took the two-stroke penalty, and everybody moves should move on. Like I don't. That's the, what I don't get about this. Why there needs to be additional punishment? It's why. Why I'm do we tr- have to pile on? And, and, and as I'm reading all of the reaction on Twitter, I'm trying to find a parallel situation that may have occurred in another sport. But it's tough to identify one, James, because only in golf 
are these rules makers and elitists so damn letter of the law? I mean, they got a guy on the broadcast saying, according to rule 5-6 and then rules 14-1, I felt like calling up and saying, dude, can you get the accountant off the air? I get it. Can you get the hall monitor off the air and let me watch golf, please? But according to the letter of the law, what was what was the proper reaction to what he did? It's a two-stroke penalty. Here's a great text that just came in from 9882. Please place your name at the end of the text. I was trying to find a parallel situation that occurs in another sport where people take advantage of a rule. How about this one? Phil taking advantage of the rules is just like Hack-A-Shack in the NBA, using a rule to your advantage. Good for Phil for actually knowing the rules and using it to his advantage. Yeah. Hack-A-Shack, Hack-A-Mason Plumley. We've seen it all. Hack-A-Whatever, Hack-A-Whomever. We, we see it in the NBA all the time. It's, it's in the rule book. You can do that. If he knows the rule and he knows it's going to take me more than two shots to get back here, I'm better off to just do this because more golf, power to him. Because golf has another element to the rules. It's beyond the rules. They have something called etiquette. The gentleman's game. Mm. Yes, you, you may, hmm, but you know, you know that's what golf elitist is thinking. Fine. We're above the rule book. We police ourselves. Wasn't it Dustin Johnson though, a couple of years ago in the U.S. Open? Who got screwed by the rules. Exactly. He got now, screwed by the rules. At that point when it was, yeah. he was in a bunker or not in a bunker or whatever and you couldn't tell because the course was just a joke, did everybody go, well, but the spirit of the rule mm-hmm. is this, so we're not going to penalize him. No, they went the letter of the law. Yes. So why are we not doing the letter of the law here? And etiquette? That's, and everybody, that's the excuse? The, the golf fanatics. And I consider myself a golf fanatic. Guys, if you listen to the show, I, I love the game, but I refuse to be thrown into that world of black and white. You can have emotion on a golf course. You can have it. It, it exists. These are human beings. Here's something I don't understand. For those who think Phil Mickelson disrespected the game, how about the USGA, the guys who set up the course? You think they disrespected the game a little bit for making the bikini wax green unplayable? That not a single professional golfer could shoot under par you, for the, for the think, weekend. Do you think that's disrespectful to the game and to the players who play it? I don't know if it's disrespectful. I think it's it's overboard. It's overboard. Okay, but what? it, it depends. What's your definition of disrespectful? Because I'm curious. The people who set up the tournament, that, that sounds pretty disrespectful to me. I think people throw that term around too much. Yeah. Everybody's constantly disrespected. Disrespected. I'm offended. Yeah. I'm disrespected. I, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, everybody's offended. Brandon writes in on the text line 30933. Mickelson's shirt last week was more disrespectful than his putt. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God he wasn't wearing that thing. He didn't try to duck it. He didn't try to get out of the penalty. He didn't sign a card with the wrong score on it. Yeah. He took his penalty. We all should move on. Kyle makes a great point from the uh, hockey side of things. It's the same as a goalie in hockey pushing off on the net when there's a two-on-none. You know how they take the net off the moorings? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good point. Good point. I mean, there's a lot of little things you can do, right, to bend the rules, to have the rules help you. Break a rule to actually help you. But if you know the rules, if Peyton Manning would have known some obscure rule and used it to his advantage, what would everybody have said? Good for Peyton. He, he knew did. the rule. He did use an obscure rule. Do you remember when he did the fake sack, got back up and the threw The self-sack yes. against Pittsburgh. Yes. How many guys on the defensive side of the football saw Peyton Manning on the ground knowing full well, well, Peyton's on the ground, you can't touch him, Yeah. and didn't move, they were paralyzed, he gets back up and throws a dart. Took advantage of the rules. And everybody tips their cap at him for being so cerebral. In fact, I think there should be more to golf. I think there's there's an element that's missing. And you know the one element golf doesn't have that every sport does? Anger and physical violence. Every sport has physical violence. 
Seriously. Every hey, sport? You're looking at me going, what? Think about it. Name a sport, and at some point there was physical violence in the arena. Name a sport. I was going to say bowling. No, there's... but I'm, Name one. My grandfather I'm once the, punched a guy yeah. during a bowling... When's the last time in a golf match, in a, in a, in a superb showing, two guys squared off because of a, a discussion or some conflict? It never happens. I would have loved to have seen that yesterday. And that sounds barbaric. Golf. You want machismo on the golf course. Golf is missing the one element that every sport has, and it lacks it. Physical violence. It's a void that needs to be filled. That's where you, that's where you went off this Phil Mickelson thing. Yes. That's where you got. Yes, exactly. We need more violence on the golf course. Yes. Well, if someone's so damn offended by what Phil did, if someone's so, square up. Let's go. Let's see how offended you, you really are. You find something more offensive. You That's got the Vic Lombardi show. Give me some violence on the golf course. It's the premier Colorado golf event of the summer, and Altitude 950 can put you there. The 39th U.S. Senior Open at the Broadmoor. Listen all day, all week to win VIP tickets. Greatness courts failure, Romeo. No one gets you closer to the stars. Daily with a big stick here. The players. With his chip. Oh, my God. The games and the golf. That's what it takes to lead a U.S. Senior Open. In Denver's All Sports Station, Altitude 950. What will you do with your $5,000 bonus? First Transit is hiring full-time drivers. Apply today and get a $5,000 hiring bonus. Starting pay is $15.38 an hour. $15.38 an hour paid training and a $5,000 hiring bonus for drivers. Benefits after 30 days. No experience required. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. What will you do with your $5,000 hiring bonus? Go to work for First Transit. Apply today in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. Earnings vary based on your effort. Message and data rates may apply. Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Denver? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Stan Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Denver area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Denver is a perfect market for my system, and this week I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Fans Workshop, text your five-digit zip code to 82000. Seating is extremely limited, so text Text your five-digit zip code to 82,000 right now because this free ticket offer expires this Friday. Just text your zip code to 82,000. As a Coloradan, we've got a lot of love for our football, hockey, baseball, basketball, lacrosse, and soccer teams. We're loyal fans cheering local teams and buying from local businesses. Hey, guys, it's Mark Mosier from my friends at Colorado Family-Owned American Financing. If you're going to borrow money for a new home loan, borrow locally. The American Financing team of salary-based mortgage consultants will help you get a pre-approval letter, which will help make your home offer more attractive. They can access any loan in the industry while offering the lowest rates, best 
service and fastest closings. Plus, you get one-on-one attention while being guided through options, resulting in a custom loan specific to your financial goals. And I'd call that a big win, and you will too. So when you're ready to experience the journey toward home ownership, choose American Financing. They have your best interests in mind, and there are never any upfront fees. Call 303-695-7000, or go online at AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Is your car in need of some work? The last thing you can afford is to have your car break down on you. But you can't afford to get ripped off or be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is family-owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chambers and Mississippi. They're a AAA-approved business that takes their code of ethics to heart. And their work has a three-year, 36,000-mile parts and labor nationwide warranty. Find them online today at kensautoserviceinc.com. I had a code and I missed practice for two weeks. My heart used to hurt a little bit. I was coughing and wheezing. When we used to run around and stuff, I used to run too much. You have hard times breathing, cough a lot and wheeze. Is my breathing coding me back? National Jewish Health is conducting an asthma study for teens ages 12 to 17. Asthma testing, education, medications, and financial compensation will be provided to qualified participants. To see if your teen is eligible for this research study, please call 303-398-1470 or find out more information online at nationaljewish.org slash clinical trials. Stay in the game. Call 303-398-1470, 303-398-1470, or go to nationaljewish.org slash clinical trials. National Jewish Health, science transforming life. The Altitude 950 traffic update. An accident northbound I-25 at the El Paso-Douglas County line is causing delay. Traffic is brought to you by Lowe's. You're closer to town. Southbound I-25 is about the worst of the I-25 drive with speeds down into the single digits, teens and 20s, working your way between Broadway and Bellevue. Did you know that Lowe's is now home to Craftsman? You'll find an ever-growing selection of mechanics, tools, tool storage and more. Craftsman, for your go-to tool brand, start with Lowe's. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 9. 50. Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. We're watching the uh, final minutes of this Sweden Korea World Cup soccer game as if it's game seven of the Stanley Cup final. Yeah. You know, this is the one element, again, if you're uncultured and you're not willing to go outside your little sphere, go, go listen to all football talk. I don't care. We talk soccer on this show. The final two minutes of a close soccer game, especially a World Cup game, I don't know if you find anything more exciting. No. It's just so frantic. It is like the uh, the final minutes of a playoff hockey game. Right? When they, when so. they pull the goaltender in hockey, that's what it's like. It's just frantic. And Korea just had a chance to tie it. Oh, it looked God. like it hit the post. I'm not sure if it did or didn't, but oh, my gosh. That was You're right, great. though. These guys are so good, and they make it look so darn easy. The way they just... They move the ball so easily down the field. And we both, uh, we both said, you, you played soccer at some level, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Right, so you I played in, in, in high school. When they head the ball, game's over, Sweden wins. And, and the ball is kicked from the goalie, goal kick. I want no part of that, bro. Me either. I want no part of putting my head on that thing. No. And they, it's amazing the velocity they can get on the ball when they head it. It's crazy. Like the little whip action it they hurts. do. It hurts. I don't know how they do it. I really don't. I have found myself, 
um, watching a ton of the World Cup, and you, you know, going into it, I was anti guy. And, and I didn't think I'd watch it either since the U.S. and my team, Italy, yeah. both of my teams did not make it. I figured I'm not even going to, I can't, I watch every game. We've had, we had it on all weekend. We had it on to start Saturday, to start Sunday, just whatever game was on. That's what we were watching. I have, I found myself riveted by and, it. And I'll say this again, what a lost opportunity for our country. Because I think the gates of parity are swinging open suddenly at the world level. We've seen it already over the, over the weekend. We saw Argentina and Iceland play to a draw. Are they, though? Are they really opening, or is okay, it just they, well, they, they, there were a couple of fluky games to start? Ten years ago, Argentina and Iceland would be a 10-1 game. It was 1-1. Okay? Well, what has caused the gates of parity to swing open? Uh, a lot. Strategy, number one, the way Iceland played that game, knowing exactly how to play coaching. Um Look at Mexico and Germany. I think I think Mexico outcoached them. I think what Mexico did was brilliant. And I was rooting for Mexico. And a lot of people criticizing Landon Donovan for pulling for Mexico. Why? Why? Here's a text that came in. This is from Dan and Morrison. I'm with Vic on supporting Mexico. It's like cheering for a team from your conference in the NCAA tournament. Go CONCACAF. I look at it the same way. So... If, if you're, if CU doesn't make the NCAA tournament, you don't want to pull for UCLA or, or Oregon. Or... I'll tell you this. If CU doesn't make, uh, I don't know, the, the college football playoff back in the day, mm-hmm. I didn't root for Nebraska against Miami. I rooted for the U. When, when they got to go in 2001 instead of the Buffs, I was not a Huskers fan. No way. Absolutely not. I enjoy the fact that a, when I say local team, a team that neighbors our border, Okay, our neighbors just beat the defending World Cup champions on the world stage. I love it. I think it shows we're, not, we're not true soccer fans here. Uh, you think in Brazil? Well, what are you talking about? Who's Brazil's big rival? Who's Brazil's big rival? Argentina. Okay, do you think people in Brazil, when they're eliminated, are rooting for Argentina? But see, those are two established countries that have won multiple oh. World Cup championships. Dude. No, they have deep soccer roots. They're actual true fans, yeah. and they're not going to root for their rival. We're we're not that way. You just made my point. We're not that way. We're going to root for Mexico, our bitter I rival. I am. The team that that boos our national anthem. See, but there's the another... team that when we go down there and play yeah. instead of when Obama got elected, starts chanting Osama. That's who we're going to root for. There's another chapter as to why I rooted for Mexico over Germany, and it's personal for me. Never liked Germany. I don't like Germany either. I don't. I, I certainly don't have any love lost for them. I mean, being a fan of uh, of the Azuri, I've never, I've never liked Germany. And look, sorry, watching that game, I was rooting for Mexico more than Germany. I get it because I don't like either team, but I'm not adopting now, Mexico, and that's my right, team right, throughout so the World if, Cup. If Pick Me- another team. If Mexico plays Iceland, I'm pulling for Iceland. Okay, so fine. It Yesterday depends because on the they game. Were, they it were. De- it depends. If Mexico's playing a, like, if Mexico played Brazil, I pull for Mexico. Give me, give me some scenarios, and I'll tell you who I root for. Why? I don't know. But see, Landon Donovan. I have, Landon Donovan do I have wasn't. To give you a reason. Landon Donovan wasn't saying root for him today against Germany. He was yeah. saying this is the team you should root for in the World Cup. Well, you should never tell you somebody adopt. who you should root for. I, I just I think care. that I don't think that makes any sense. You you shouldn't adopt your bitter rival as the team you're going to root for because you didn't make it. I get it. Yeah. You want to have a, uh, what did the guy say on the show? A dog and the horse. I get yeah. it. You want to have yeah. a dog and the a horse, dog and the horse. <laughs> but pick, pick Iceland, uh, pick Korea, pick somebody else. You don't pick your bitter rival. That makes no sense. We're going to discuss more world cup stuff with, uh, altitude TV's Richard Fleming coming up at eight fifteen. Richard, of course, calls the games for the rapids. This is my favorite part of world cup soccer. This is why I think the gates of parody have opened. 
Okay, uh, I just told you Iceland and Argentina play to a 1-1 draw. Every Argentina player is playing for a top-notch team somewhere in the Premier League, yeah. somewhere in Germany, somewhere. South America, they're making buku bucks. Yeah. <laughs> the guy, the defender for Iceland, who helped save one of the last plays in that game, who saved the game for the Iceland team, is named Berkir Severson. When he's not playing for his national team as a defenseman, he's packing salt into jars as a day job in a warehouse in Reykjavik, Iceland. That's his job. His real job is packing salt into jars. He plays soccer on the side. Well, and their coach is a dentist, right? Isn't yes. that the isn't that the guy? Yes. This guy's a salt packer. So I don't under, but I still don't understand how the gates of parody have swung open. It's a fluke. When's a lot it's not a fluke. It's it a happens. fluke. There's three games that I know, but all these things, things are going to advance. But three things happened over the weekend. Three things happened over the weekend. All think, three, okay. and they're all flukes. Yes, because it's the opening game for these teams. Do you think Brazil's going to advance? Maybe not. Yes, they are. Do you think Argentina's going to advance? Maybe, maybe not. Do you think Germany's going to advance? I hope they don't. <laughs> I hope Germany loses okay. again. If they don't, it'll prove that it wasn't a fluke. And I just think it was opening games and weird things happen. What do you think about Switzerland as a soccer country? I'm guessing they're middle of the road. They tied Brazil. Okay. Mighty Brazil. Okay. And Switzerland they ain't winning it. Brazil. So to say there's par- there's parody, it's right there. I just gave you three reasons of parody. It's parody if some of those teams actually advance and some of the powers don't. Brandon writes in on the text line 30933. I've enjoyed the World Cup this year, guys, but the flops are so bad. Brandon, have you watched NBA basketball recently? You know what? I watched throughout the hey, weekend. Hey, Brandon, did you watch by chance the Avs Predators series? Do you remember a couple flops in that series? Lots Hockey? of flopping. Do you remember? Hockey now, right? Where, where it's supposed to be code. Nobody flops. <laughs> really? PK Subban. Did you watch that? Flopped. Did you watch that series? I don't think the flopping is as bad as people think. It's uh, the last World Cup was the first one that every game was in HD, which does make the game so much more enjoyable to watch because you can see the little detail. But when they show the replays, most of the time when these guys go down, like yeah, it does look like they, they they got hurt. And you know what? It may not look they're getting they're getting sidetracked at at, at they're, they're speeding down the field. Yeah, right? they're going full speed. And you've been, you get touched as you go full speed. You're going to go off balance. I just think the flapping excuse is, uh, is overblown. It's over. Because yeah. the NBA, trust me, watch the games. The NBA has overtaken soccer in the art of flopping. You see it in the NFL. Number one flop sport in the world is NBA basketball. Number one ahead of the World Cup. Number one. Give me a game. Give me a situation and I will cite you 30 flops. I don't game. know if I'm going to go that far. Really? But really? I don't think it's as bad in soccer as anti-soccer guy likes to yeah. make it out to be. There and are, it is worse in other sports than it used to be. But they're, they're, they're meeting in the middle. They haven't surpassed it. The NBA leads the world in flopping. They've surpassed soccer. And you can debate me all you want on that. You can, you can say what you please. That is a fact. Just watch the games. And I'm an NBA guy. I, I, I'm with you in terms of the fact that NBA has, uh, it is, it has come into the game and it's, it's getting a little bit out of hand, but it's not to the point of soccer, but it doesn't stop me from enjoying the World Cup. I watched more World Cup than I did the U.S. Open this weekend uh, and it wasn't even close. Tom writes in, I will never pull, I would never pull for the Patriots, even when the Broncos are two and nine. I would never pull for the Patriots. I get it. 
Uh, is the U.S. good enough at soccer to even have a, quote, bitter rival? It doesn't seem like it. Well, if the U.S. has a rival, it is indeed Mexico. Yeah. It's not Canada, okay? That's the rival. Yeah. It's not Canada. Can you believe, and they're not there because they lost to freaking Trinidad and Tobago. Amazing. As I'm watching all of these games unfold, I'm watching Costa Rica play. I'm watching all of these teams from this region and I'm saying, are you kidding me? Mike writes in, I don't like Germany either, Vic, because of Bernard, Bernard Longer and his very punchable face. <laughs> There's a random reference on a Monday morning. Kyle writes in, guys, I just don't have a dog in this horse either. Eight o'clock, you got the Vic Lombardi show. 9.50, Denver's all-sports station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up on Saturday night, the Rapids are at home to take on Minnesota United FC. Kickoff is at 7 o'clock with Connor Kate on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche. Denver's all-sports station, altitude 9.50. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Richard Fleming, 8.15, Jeff Legwald at 9 a.m. this morning. While we're on the topic of the NBA, I don't want to blow past this. You saw what unfolded over the weekend as Kawhi Leonard has made it known through his people that he wants out of San Antonio. It's amazing. How badly does he want to get divorced from Pop when he's basically looking at a max contract and say, nah, I'm not interested, San Antonio. You can have your max contract. It is a, uh, it is definitely a power move. Uh, do you think there's any chance Pop just says, hmm, tough luck? I mean, he's under contract, right? Well, if he says tough luck, then homeboy can do the same thing he did last year and just claim he's injured every day. I, and I think Pop's the kind of guy who said, look, we got by without you last year. At least this year so, we'll know so we're not going to have you. You think this will be a year-long standoff again? Maybe. Maybe. Would That'd that, would it, would it shock you if Pop, if Pop Not did at that? all. If there's one coach who has the resume to pull that off, it's Pop. He just seems like the kind of guy who's going to say, I am not going to acquiesce and give you your way. I'm not. I'm not going to do it. He seems like that kind of guy. The uh, Kawhi Leonard talk is interesting because everybody surmises that Kawhi wants to go play for the Lakers. Everybody's surmising now that LeBron James is going to end up with the Lakers. I'm going to go on the record and say this, and you tell me if I'm, again, embellishing or hyperbolizing. If the Lakers, by the end of July, because this is when it's all going to go down, if the L.A. Lakers, one month from today, have in their house... LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, and Paul George. I'm out. I'm out. What do you mean you're out? I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Then you're I'm, not I'm, watching the NBA. I'm, you're not I'm, following it. I, you're not gonna. I'm mentally work for the I, I'm, games men, anymore? I'm mentally and emotionally out because that will show me again that the NBA is pretty much WWF. Well, it does turn into the Harlem Globetrotters. I'm out. I'm out. Right? I mean, I mean you, you tell me. If the L.A. Lakers, what have they done to earn that right? Nothing. Nothing. What What kind of work behind the scenes, what kind of drafting, what have the L.A. Lakers done to earn the right to have, again, the best player in the game today, the best defensive player in the game today, and a guy who decides he wants to go home and play again, Paul George. George, Leonard, and LeBron all on the same, at the same time. I, I, I'm out. 
it would bother me more than the other super teams, right? Because at least when you look at the Warriors, you can say, yeah, they added Durant at the end, but they were still really good before they got Durant. And that was the t- they built that team other than Iguodala through the draft. They drafted Curry, they drafted Clay, they drafted Draymond. They built that team for the most part the right way. Miami, when they put together their team, it surprised everyone, and that was Pat Riley kind of, you know, uh, putting on his salesman hat and pulling it off. This one, you're right. What have the Lakers done? They they happen to be in L.A. That's it. They they're in a big market. There's no hard work. What they hired Magic. Wow. How hard wow. was that? Great job, man. That must have been grueling work there. I mean, they they really have One done labor. nothing to piece this. It's it's not as though they're going and getting the final piece for your free agency. It, it, it's it's ridiculous. It smacks in the face of competitive balance yet again. To be handed the best player in the world, the best defensive player in the world, and then a great piece like Paul George all at the same time and say, here you go, the Lakers are back. Great! It's a little bit like when Boston built it with Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen, and all they were was, well, they're Boston. Like, they didn't they didn't really piece that together the right way. This I didn't like that But team. see, that's why this year's Boston team, I could pull for. They earned it. Well, yeah, with the they, guys they, that wound they, up playing, because well, the two guys they but, added... You but know, even the guys they trade. added, though, even they they earned the right. They went through hell to get there. They went through some lean years. Danny Ainge was criticized heavily. They're not doing it the right way. Whatever. They earned where they stand. Well, the Lakers what have the gone Lakers through. Earned? They've gone through the same lean years. Okay, but what to, to get to this point though, to go from a crap team, a non-playoff team, to suddenly a threat in, in, in one off season. In one off season. Do you really, would they really be, if, I mean, I guess if you had LeBron, anybody's come a threat. On, come on, dude. But I just look at that and I, I'm like, does that team really piece together well? I, did, did the Cleveland team piece together when they added all that, those people at the trade deadline? They got to the finals. Yeah, Anybody but they might, by the time they faced someone that was good, they looked like a mess. James, LeBron and Kawhi on the same freaking team. Come on, man. That's not cool. Well, it, it would make you That's feel. That's not cool, man. And, and I've, I've had I'm this. Out. I've had this feeling for a while. As a Nuggets fan, you do kind of feel like you're rooting for the Washington Generals. You're just there to provide an opponent so they can you're, you're sell tickets and have games yes. and, and get to the end and, and they all can compete for you're the You're there to provide fodder. Exactly. Which you're isn't any fun. You're human fodder. So if you're a fan in Utah, you're a fan in Milwaukee, you're a fan in Denver, you're a fan in Oklahoma City eventually, how, how do you how do you get into that? How do you, uh, how do you say, yeah, I can't wait for this? And this is where the commissioner and those who work in New York have to take those big city glasses off, those big market glasses and say, well, you know, what's good for the big markets is good for the league. No, it's not good for the league. No, not nowadays. No, because you're, you, you, you're not right. You're, You're looking at it through the LA, New York, Chicago prism. It's not good for the league. What's good for the league is when the league has balance. I, and I don't understand the big market mentality. Would it be better for the league if the Lakers were good than if, I don't know, than if the Nuggets were, if, if that, if that group was coming if, to Denver? Why would that not be just as good for the league? What if, exactly, we, we, we poo-pooed this last week and we laughed. What if LeBron said, I'm going to Milwaukee because, you know, everybody wants to go play in Milwaukee. Right. Right? I want to play with the Greeks. We, we laughed at that. Like LeBron wanting to go to Milwaukee. Yeah. What if he had that same passion to go play in Utah? Yeah, yeah, we'll play in Utah. That's the basketball market. Utah would be on national TV constantly. 
They would be a, a joke. They man. would be a team that kids are buying oh, their jersey. People would no, be fans of it. You don't have to play it's in the big joke. market. It's a joke. It really, it, it, it's really unsettling to me to hear that all three of those players are now talking about joining forces in L.A. But is this any? It's not anything new. No, we saw Shaq no, do this. We saw new. Dwight but, Howard but, do what, it. But you're hoping for the end of the road that the, you don't want to see that continue. Because what's next? We saw Kareem do this. What's next? Kareem, but see, no, this is, you're wrong. This is the difference between 80s basketball and modern basketball. In the 80s, where salary caps didn't exist, there were no salary caps. Right. So teams that spent the Lakers, the Celtics, teams that went out and got talent and spent on that talent, they have every right to do so. Yeah. They spent you. They got, they have salary caps now. Do you really think they won the coin toss for Magic? Really? I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I mean, really. He wound up in LA. Magic Johnson just miraculously wound up in L.A. as opposed to Phoenix or whoever else was in that coin flip. Come on. Change your pace now. Time for our Power 5 question of the day. What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the Power 5. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. This for Bogey a moment ago at 13. (laughs) Whoa. Whoa, that's stunning. Here was the next putty hit, and then that one lifts out, and that one does come to rest, and then he knocks it in. That was jarring. I've never seen anything like that from a world-class player in my life. That's the most out-of-character I've ever seen Phil Mickelson. He's putted bad enough that I think he just snapped at how bad his speed was on that putt. He just snapped. That was awesome. Where was Happy Gilmore? That was awesome. What Mickelson pulled off on Saturday at Shinnecock Hills, I think showed emotion, showed humanity. It's, sorry, I'm opposed to every golf elitist out there. I thought it was great. Yeah, I didn't have a problem with it either. He took his penalty, everybody should move on. I thought it was great, because if I was putting on those greens, I would be that, I would be way more frustrated than that. Probably would have done something else. Yes, exactly. So I had no issue with it. To our Power 5 question of the day. Good topic here today, Mario. The most ridiculous thing you've ever done out of frustration on a golf course. Best answer wins a gift certificate to the Delectable Egg. A lot of egg places in Denver, but there's only one, the Delectable Egg. The more you visit, the more you get back, DelectableEgg.com. Have you, uh, have you ever thrown a club? Of course. Ever... I, I'm not, I'm not a club thrower anymore though. No, I, I'm not either. I, I used to be really, I used to take it personally, but I've learned to temper. Have you ever thrown one in a lake? No. Okay. I'm too cheap to throw my clubs away. That I have. Okay. That, and I'm, I'm trying to think if I've done anything, uh, where I was more frustrated yeah. than that. And that, and that's one immediately when yeah. it's in the air, right? You're right. like, ah, oh, dang it. Yes. Cause you know, like, but you snap, right? You now snap. I'm, I'm going to have to buy another seven you iron. Snap. And you, you just, you, you know, that was a dumb thing to do. Two things I've done that I'm uh, not proud of. And I probably shouldn't admit the first, but I will. This was years ago when I first started playing and, um, I think I doubled, tripled, I don't know. I took the pin and javelined it as far as I possibly could. <laughs> okay. It was a good throw, Mark. I got no issue with that. It was a good throw. Got no problem. You went and got it then yeah, and put it back yeah. in the hole. And then about um, five years ago, I was in a rut. I was just, everything was going to the right off the hosel. I went to a driving range. I'll never forget. I went to a driving range. It was at the Meadows. And I said, I'm going to work my way out of this by myself in a corner. I'm going to figure out my swing. I sat there for an hour and hit a bucket of balls. Everything went straight right. 
and I, I found a bench and I sat there and cried. Cried? I sat on a bench at the Meadows and cried. Because of your golf game? Because I could not figure out why the ball was going right. Man. That was the abyss of my existence. Of those two stories, I'm guessing that's the one you didn't want to admit? <laughs> you be the judge. 30933-30933, the most embarrassing thing you've done out of frustration on a golf course. Man, I thought you'd have better than that. I'm, I'm thinking. I mean, I, I lose my composure you lose your, often. You know what every day. Uh, but I think throwing a seven iron into the lake at Highland Hills is, uh, atop the list. I'll, I'll try and come up with one that's, I'll see if I have one that's better than that, but uh, I think that's it. Five, two, three, zero. I threw my entire bag into a pond, immediately regretted it and ran after it and got it all out. <laughs> yeah. See, that's the thing, that immediate regret. You're just like, mm. oh, what am I doing? Mm. Uh, Josh, this is. Wow. Sorry, Josh. Found out my wife was cheating on me when I was playing the third hole at Fox Hollow. I swung my wedge into the bag and broke five of my clubs. Well, that cost you, Josh. Don't harm your clubs over that. This guy says, I was DQ'd from a high school tournament after missing a three-putt, and I three-putted instead of tapping it in. I picked up my ball and threw it, DQ'd immediately. I put the old putter over the knee. That's happened. Uh, there's plenty more coming in. Feel free. 30933. When we get back, Richard Fleming, Rapids broadcaster on what's happening at the World Cup. It's a grand opening celebration at BPL Plasma in Commerce City. Come make some easy cash by donating your blood plasma. Save lives and get paid. Earn an easy $225 over your first three donations. Talk about quick cash. You'll be in and out in less than an hour. And BPL Plasma is one of Colorado's largest facilities. You'll be in good hands. With two locations, one in Lakewood and the grand opening of their Commerce City location in the shopping center on the corner of Vasquez and Parkway Drive. Learn more at BPLPlasma.com. Great coaches are leaders who fight hard for what and who they believe in. They drive change. Athlete or not, now may be the right time for you to make a change. One that will improve your financial future. Hey, it's Mark Mosier for my friends at American Financing. This is the mortgage team of salary-based consultants, the team that's Colorado family-owned. And here's what you're going to get from them. Competitive interest rates, one-on-one guidance, and customized loan programs. It's coaching that is specific to your needs, resulting in a home loan that's going to lower your rate, shorten your term even save you up to a thousand dollars a month and it's the most convenient way to achieve your financial goals including paying off high interest debt i'm talking about a 10 minute call to get things started and closings in as fast as 10 days plus there are never any upfront fees so call today and let american financing coach you into a better home loan 303-695-7000 that's 303-695-7000 or americanfinancing.net and mls 182334 regulated by the division of real estate it's time to bring breakfast back at the Delectable Egg. Start your day with an amazing omelet, a delicious skillet, some pancakes, or how about some eggs? There's a lot of places to get eggs, but only one locally owned and with so many delicious locally sourced products made fresh daily. The Delectable Egg. So get cracking. The Delectable Egg at five metro locations, including Lodo, Downtown, DTC, Lowry, and Westminster. Ask about catering and hatch some great deals with a Delectable Egg rewards program at DelectableEgg.com. Hey, sports fans, Vic Lombardi here. You know, I like to bike. I like to play basketball, golf. Well, I got issues with my back. I visited a place in downtown Denver called Downtown's Healthcare. 
And I've never felt better. Joining us now is Dr. Gary Rademacher, who founded Downtown's Healthcare. It's different. It's unique. Why? It's unique because we have a team approach. So we have medical providers, we have chiropractors, we have rehab specialists, we have massage therapists underneath one roof where we provide physical and regenerative medicine. So the goal is to help people get off of medications and avoid unnecessary surgeries. Yeah, and that's the thing. I have had haven't had to lean on my Advil anymore. I just go in there and make sure that I'm properly adjusted. I get a massage. I get whatever I need to make the problem go away. That's my favorite aspect. Does insurance cover this? Some of it, it doesn't, but we've never turned anyone away who actually wants and or needs the care. If someone's willing to work with us, we work with them. If you want to get fixed up, Downtown's Healthcare is the place to go. Downtownshealthcare.com. That's downtowns with an S. Downtownshealthcare.com. Check it out. Have you heard about the best refinance deal around? Credit Union of Denver has an auto, motorcycle, or RV refinance deal that will blow your socks off. Bring your respective loan over to Credit Union of Denver and receive at least 2% off your current rate, $200 cash, and take a two-month payment vacation. They like to call this the power of two. It's so easy to do. You just go online and apply at smartlikeyou.com or call them at 303-234-1700. Apply at smartlikeyou.com or call Credit Union of Denver at 303-234-1700. Tell them you heard it on Cool 105. The 2% discount is on a current auto, motorcycle, or specific type of RV loan from a different financial institution. Floor rate applies. Rate discount and $200 valid on loans over $7,500. With approved credit, terms and conditions apply. Offer expires July 31st, 2018. Equal opportunity lender. The Altitude 950 traffic update. An accident clearing. Watch for delays behind this right lane crash. Eastbound I-70 approaching Federal with backups to Harlan. Traffic is brought to you by Lowe's. Westbound C-470 jamming bulls to Morrison Road. Typical delays on southbound 225 with very slow traffic. Parker Road to I-25. Did you know that Lowe's is now home to Craftsman? You'll find an ever-growing selection of mechanics tools, tool storage, and more. Craftsman, for your go-to tool brand, start with Lowe's. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Give and go. Chicharito from Guadalajara. Here he comes. Hernandez leads it. Lozano coming, looking, shooting. Lozano. Go. Mexico leads. And that would be the only goal of the game as Mexico upsets defending World Cup champion Germany 1-0 in the opening game of their uh, pool play. It was fun to watch. I was, I was pulling for Mexico. So was Landon Donovan. Let's go to the hotline here on the Vic Lombardi Show and welcome in uh, Richard Fleming, our very own from Altitude TV, covers the Rapids, of course. Uh, Richard, w- what did you think about the opening weekend? I was I was glued to my television screen, and I love the fact that upsets are happening at the World Cup. This is why I hate predicting sport. This yep. is why I hate predicting. And, and, and you know, being in sport, people always say, "Who do you think is going to win? Who do you think? What's going to be the score?" And and you, you give it your best, and you try and kind of um, judge with your head. And um, yeah, we've seen we've seen you know Brazil, Switzerland, Brazil uh, held one one by Switzerland, Mexico uh, beating Germany, and then we we saw Argentina, Iceland uh, was one uh, one on on Saturday. Been there's been surprises, upsets, um, early stages, and and this uh, to be honest, with you, this this makes for an exciting second round of games yeah. because now some of those big teams 
that normally would, would kind of ease into the tournament with a win in that group game, and then they can see all of the others try to keep pace. They've now got to come out in those second games. So it's going to make for a more exciting second round and, and third round of games because these teams are now, um, you know, they're, 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 you know, they're not in the top two places and the top two qualify from each of the eight groups. So, um, I also think, I also think this, this does give an indicator of the world order that the, the game is much more, it is the global game. Yeah. You do have those, those key teams, the big teams that you would say historically and traditionally are the ones that dominate. But, you know, the ones that just underneath the surface are beginning to keep pace, uh, are beginning to, to catch up, should I say. And, 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 you know, the results in these opening few days of the World Cup has, has kind of highlighted that. All, all this does for me, though, Richard, is I'm watching Mexico do its thing. I'm watching Costa Rica play. I'm about to watch Panama against Belgium. And the only thing that comes to mind is total regret. The scab has peeled off the wound now that the U.S. did not qualify for this World Cup because you're right, parity has arrived, and the U.S. not taking advantage of that just hurts me. It hurts. Yeah, and I, I, you know, England, England endured this in '94, and I, and I hope. I hope what happens to the U.S. is that this is the, the catalyst. And with the, the co-hosting of the World Cup in 2026, I, I just hope that this is the catalyst for something that they learn from, that it's something positive. And, you know, they, they can't go back now. They can't, they, they can't change things. But what I think needs to happen and is beginning to happen, they've got a new president uh, of the U.S. Soccer Federation. Uh, the development academies are now you know, are obviously in place and are getting much stronger. They're looking at bringing in younger players and introducing younger players. They need to use this as a, look, guys, as has been shown in the opening few days of the World Cup, teams catch up, teams learn from you. And I think that's what's happened with the U.S. They've kind of taken their eye off the ball. All the while, on the time that I've been here, I've been intrigued by the obsession of Mexico. U.S., Mexico, and mm-hmm. it's always been, let's try and keep pace with them. How are Mexico doing? How do we compare to Mexico? And all the while, you know, and England used to do it. England would do it with France and Italy and Germany. They'd kind of focus on who the, the, the teams that they saw as, as, as their equal. What they failed to understand, and maybe there was a lack of respect, is they didn't notice the other guys catching them up. Mm-hmm. The likes of Panama, the likes of Costa Rica, the likes of Trinidad and Tobago. You know, these teams that have appeared at World Cups and Panama are appearing at a World Cup for the first time. I think what this shows... And MLS is, a, is, a, is, a, is an absolute classic example, is that there are so many CONCACAF, non-American CONCACAF players in Major League Soccer, that now the, the aura, the fear, and again, this is where the Premier League hurts the England team. The Premier League is full of foreign players, non-English players, that when it comes to playing England, we know your stadiums, we've played on your fields, we know your players. We don't have that fear anymore. And so, you know, all the while that Major League Soccer has got more cosmopolitan and more international, players have come in here, they've learned the American way, they've learned your stadiums, your arenas, your atmospheres. They're in the same team as some of your key players. They're not intimidated, Richard. They're not intimidated anymore. Look, the big big U.S., you know, the the, the big neighbor, that that is gone. That is absolutely gone. So hopefully this absence from this World Cup, and I hope, People say to me, well, you know, will, will, will Americans watch? I hope they do. I really hope the U.S. fans watch and the U.S. authorities watch and they see what they've missed out on. It's the mm. biggest soccer festival in the world and the USA should be there. Very well put. Uh, Richard Fleming, Altitude TV. So I- I'm pulling for Mexico for this reason because you just mentioned 
I want a CONCACAF team to prove that it can play with the big boys. And that's exactly what they did against world champion Germany. I mean, they beat the defending World Cup champion. And I like the fact that a neighbor, a rival, albeit a bitter rival of the U.S., can do that. Because that speaks well of the U.S. Now, Landon Donovan has gone public and said he supports Mexico. Maybe not for the right reasons. Perhaps he's getting endorsed uh, endorsement money to support yeah. Mexico. What, what's your take on that whole thing? Because he's getting a lot of blowback from his former U.S. teammates who say that that's just off-putting the way he's doing it. And you, you just wonder. You just wonder how much of it is maybe yes that he's now playing in Mexico. How maybe some of it is is a bit of a, a leftovers from from being left out of the 2014 World Cup squad. I, I would hope not. I would hope it is for the right reasons in that these are our neighbors. These are the guys, the same with Panama, the same with Costa Rica, these guys that are representing our region. We're not there. We can't be there. So, you know, let's get behind the team. Let's get behind one of our one of our representatives that are there and, 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 you know, albeit the biggest rival in Mexico. Um, But. You know, if Mexico represents the region, Panama, Costa Rica, you know, Panama will be playing Belgium in the next, what is it, 40 minutes, 35 minutes. That's a game that Belgium are expected, again, are expected to win and to win comfortably. Are already watching the coverage and they're already, you know, suggesting that Belgium should win it comfortably. Then they have the caveat of, well, we've seen some of the early round games, uh, you know, nothing should be uh, taken, taken as given. So, I think that the USA fans um, need to get behind their, their, their neighbours. They need to show that this is a region that is getting stronger, that is building, that needs to be given due respect, and can can uh, fight as an equal on on the world stage. And they've shown more than that with with Mexico uh, against Germany, uh, Serbia uh, just overcoming Costa Rica on Sunday. You know, a narrow one nil uh, loss, but that's still very much to play for after that opening group game. But yeah, I would say to the guy, get behind them, mm-hmm. get behind them, because um, I, I think it, it just reflects well as this region as being a strong region, as being a growing region. Um, and, and I think you know, going for the likes of England or Italy, is on Italy on there, France mm-hmm. and Spain, Portugal. Um, I, I think you've got, to, you've got to get behind those guys that um, that you're more, form, form, more, you know, more familiar with. You know, Richard, because I like you, I'm fond of you, I respect you, I might even throw my weight behind England in this trip. I might go that far. I, look, I, I've, I've been down this road so many times, and we often say that uh, England will be back before the postcards arrive. <laughs> um, because you know, they, they, they have... They've lived on hype more than hope down the years, ever since winning it in 66. And this comes back to the, the arrogance. Sure. comes back to we invented the game, we introduced the game, we developed the game. And, and, and it's kind of twofold. There's the arrogance of dismissing others. And also there are very few English players down the years that have bothered to apply their trade overseas. Same with coaches. Not many English coaches go overseas because... There's, there's almost a sense of what do we need to learn? Well, of mm-hmm. course, now, you know, that, that arrogance is, is, is you know, they've, they've come unstuck. They're not one of the powerhouses. They're a side that, that people kind of look to through kind of glowing, um, doughy eyes and, and romanticize about the, the, the good old days. But part of that is down to the media. The media pump up the England team. They boost the England team. You go into any bookmakers in England in the lead-up to a major tournament. And for whatever reason, England are normally second or third favourites. For no other reason than it's England and we're, we're going to build them up. But, you know, we've not won it since 66. 
the best we did was, was semi-finals in, in 1990 in Italy. We normally go out on penalties. But this is a younger side. Gareth Southgate, the, the, the manager, has got a younger side that's, that's dipped under the radar a little bit. And I think the hype is not surrounding them uh, as much. The expectation is not there as it has been in the past. And it's been a really unhealthy expectation. Um, you know, you've had the news and sports media in equal measure that have been, you know, some have been building the, them up and the news have been looking for the, the sensational stories. So, you know, players will tell you it's not always the most healthy of environments being part of that England uh, cavalcade that goes to major tournaments. But they've got Tunisia. Um, I've seen Tunisia a number of times in Africa Cup of Nations. They're no pushovers, and, and they'll be uh, looking to apply pressure to England. But, uh, yeah, I, I imagine England will be a number of people's kind of second team, third team that they'll, they'll like to do, do well, the three lines. But if they get to the round of 16, if they get to the quarterfinals, I'll deem that a, a decent run. Well, uh, we'll talk to you again soon here, Richard, on a weekly basis, because I, I do want to discuss some of these games that are happening this week. That that Portugal-Spain game, by the way, if you were not entertained by that one, I, I'm sorry, then I got nothing for you. That was one of the best soccer games I've ever seen. Uh, we'll discuss how the rest of the week uh, plays out here. Richard Fleming, Altitude TV, thanks for a few minutes this morning, bud. No problem. Take care. Take care. That is... Uh, Little World Cup talk. Uh, interesting. I'm, I'm reading a little more about this, uh, spat between Landon Donovan and his former teammates, uh, Carlos Bocanegra, Hercules Gomez. Wow. This got personal. Wow. I have to read some of these tweets back and forth. Landon Donovan not exactly revered by his former teammates, especially those of, uh, of Mexican American descent. They are not happy with him. Coming up later, Jeff Legwald in the 9 o'clock hour. Uh, a horrible situation that hit the Manchester household last night. Yes, well, over the weekend. It was actually Saturday night that it went down. Well, for those who missed it in the first hour, we'll bring it back up because I have a solution for you. Oh, I come can't with wait solutions. to hear it. I'm all not right, here good. just to drag that story out of you again, make you all sad, yeah, all melancholy. I just had gotten no, over it, but okay. I, I have a solution. That's what we do. Can't wait to hear it. I am a doctor. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Here's what's in play on Altitude 950. Join Altitude 950 Thursday at Stoney's Barn Grill on Lincoln for the 2018 Nuggets Draft Party presented by Miller Lite. Kreckman and Harris will be broadcasting live starting at 3. Party festivities kick off at 5. Get more info now at Nuggets.com. Based on your effort. Message and data rates may apply. Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Denver? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Stan Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Denver area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Denver is a perfect market for my system, and this week I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Fan's Workshop, text your five-digit zip code to 82000. Seating is extremely limited, so text... Text your five-digit zip code to 82,000 right now because this free ticket offer expires this Friday. Just text your zip code to 82,000. This Legal Minute is brought to you by Bell & Pollock Personal Injury Lawyers at championsofthepeople.com. Hi, I'm Gary Bell with the law firm of Bell & Pollock. This is your Legal Minute. We're talking about emergency room visits. We're talking about car crashes and your injuries. 
When you go to the emergency room, it's a traumatic event. You're probably not thinking clearly. You need to remember to try to tell the doctors all your legitimate symptoms that you're feeling. Many times the symptoms get missed. They get missed in the ambulance ride. They get missed once you get to the emergency room. You don't remember to tell them about your ankle or your low back or your hip. They're concentrating on your neck. Maybe they're worried about your spinal cord. Maybe they're worried about a brain bleed. They're doing MRIs. They might do a CT scan. The insurance companies try to use these records against you when you're in your weakest moment. We can help you. Bell and Pollock, championsofthepeople.com. Give us a call. For your Bell and Pollock legal game plan, visit championsofthepeople.com. Hey, homeowners, listen up. Interest rates are rising, and experts agree they'll continue to rise. So you need to seriously think about refinancing now before rates go up more. The longer you wait, the more interest you might pay. So if you even thought about pulling cash out of the equity in your home to pay off credit cards, car loans, or purchase an investment property, you need to make the cash call now at 855-875-CASH before mortgage rates rise anymore. Cash Call Mortgage can still refinance your loan at a low fixed interest rate for a flat fee of just $995 and will pay all third-party closing costs. Call 855-875-CASH today to begin the quick and easy process. We close most loans in less than 21 days to get you the cash you need fast. That's 855-875-CASH. First Mortgages, Impact Mortgage Corp, DBA, Cash Call Mortgage, One City Boulevard, Orange, California, 92868, NMLS, 128231. Equal housing lender, not licensed in all states, including New York. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms, conditions, and restrictions. That's 855-875-CASH. There's a lot of chatter going on about vaccines these days, and the hard part is it's almost impossible to tell fact from fiction. So we're going to give it to you straight. When you immunize your child, they're good. They're protected and ready to live life the way every child should. Respect the facts. Protect your child. Immunize. Brought to you by the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. Construction season is coming, and Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brannon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. A delay on northbound I-25 at this point between about Orchard and Yale where there is an accident clearing out of traffic. This traffic report is brought to you by Indeed.com. Southbound is accident-free, not hearing of anything on I-25, although you do have very slow traffic as you work your way between Broadway and Bellevue. Are you hiring? With Indeed, you can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then zero in on qualified candidates in an online dashboard. Get started at Indeed.com slash hire. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. I'd like to have your starting pitcher be a good front runner and attack. And, uh, you know, that inning, John got behind guys, uh, you know, two out of the first hitter, two out of the second hitter. You know, didn't field the bunt properly. Looked like he rushed a little bit. So, you know, these are things that John has to correct. Yeah, I've been talking about that all year. John Gray had himself a gem yesterday. Hell, he had a perfect game going, for crying out loud. He was dominating the Rangers, and then one inning falls apart. Rockies fall apart. Bullpen falls apart. Wade Davis falls apart. Seams of this baseball have unraveled. 
That's what many would say at this point. Season over? Yes. Okay. Yesterday was officially the end. All right. I mean, they're three games below 500 now. They're, they're really? toast. Yeah, they're 34 and 37. No, no, I'm talking about toast. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, they're done. It's just, last year, it was my hot take. Last year on Father's Day, it was just evidence that, you know what, this team's got something special. There's a little bit of magic to them. This year on Father's Day, it was, this team is a total mess and they're going nowhere. They're, they're done. I will be shocked if they climb back into this thing and compete all the way to the end. I would shocked. Yeah. I would too. It it would prove me wrong. Trust me. I want to be proven wrong. Me too. I want to be proven wrong desperately. In fact, why don't you go on the record as saying that, Manchester? Because if you say it, it means more. That I want to be wrong? Yes. I'd love to be wrong in this situation. Right. I would love for the Rockies to prove me wrong because I think they're absolutely toast. They're done. Our Power 5 question of the day for a gift certificate to the delectable egg, most creative response wins. Most frustrating thing, uh, most ridiculous thing you've done on a golf course, born out of frustration, in honor of what Phil Mickelson did at the United States Open over the weekend, which I thought was great. Uh, 5946 writes in, I tried to smack my toe with a putter after a missed putt. I missed the toe and broke a bone in my leg. Yeah. Why would you try to hit your toe anyway? I've done that before. You know, when you're, you hit the toe of your putter on your, on your cleat or on your, uh, golf shoe because you're mad. Okay. I've done that. You ever hit your shin? Dude. Oh my goodness. It just seems like a bad idea to hit yourself in the toe too. Like, well, yeah, it went worse than you expected, but that was a dumb idea to begin with. Uh, Finn writes in, on a buddy trip to AZ, I chili dipped a chip and flung my wedge at a cactus. I missed the cactus. It hit a rock and the wedge snapped in half. That's bad. Uh, Austin says, after a terrible tee shot, I, I didn't even look for my ball to finish the hole. <laughs> Just sat in the car and waited for everybody else. I've definitely That's done that. That's outstanding. Just have, go to the card, wait. Have you, uh, have you just ridden around in the cart for a couple of holes? I just like, do, I'm I, not playing. I'm not doing that. No. And you've never done that? No, man. No. You've you're, never taken no, a couple holes no, off? No, I'm not going to timeout. Self-imposed timeout? What <laughs> yeah. am I, 12? No, well, uh, maybe that's how I was acting. No. I no. thought it was mature of like, you know what? I'm not going to get mad. <laughs> I'm not going to throw anything. I'm just going to take a break. I'm going to take a break, mm. calm down a little bit, and be raring to go. Ron uh, writes in, I was having a bad round in Adams County. Hit one shot in the street, one in the ditch. Just a terrible round. I slipped and fell on my butt walking up the tee box on number eight. Picked up my clubs, walked to my car, and have not played in 25 years since. Wow. <laughs> he gave up the game entirely on that day. Oh, that's so good. That is pretty uh <clears throat> He's committed. Uh, this one from, uh, 7251. When I first started playing, my buddies all three putted a hole. I followed with a five putt at a pretentious, ritzy course. My friend said that this hole is a pisser. And I went ahead and blanked in the cup. Oh, wow. In the cup? Yeah. Like the, on the green? Yeah. A bit much. Probably got kicked out of that club. So I will not be returning. I took my three boys yesterday, a little Father's Day outing. We yeah. played the par three course. Wait, it was nasty weather. Oh, it was fine. It was great. We went in the morning. Well, you guys are bold. It was good. Uh, my six-year-old, who, I mean, he's six. He can't play, right? Like, yeah. he just takes swing after swing after swing. I feel sorry for that kid because those other, the older brothers are probably annoyed. And, and the 12-year-old's pretty good. He's pretty darn good. The six-year-old is so me. 
He's mad after every shot. Yeah. He's ticked after every. He putt. wants perfection. He's chucking his clubs. Golf is not for those <laughs> who demand perfection. Not at all. It's like man, and I wanted to, you know, and I gave him the the etiquette talk and told mm-hmm. him you can't act like that and those kind of things. But it's hard to get too mad at him because I'm like, that's he's just mini me. See, I, I like anger. I, I well, it's, I would I never. Too. I wouldn't. My kid grew up playing Gold Crown Golf, Colorado Junior Golf, right? So. If you got angry, you got penalized, you, it was not proper etiquette. But right. Let them police themselves. They'll figure it out. Yeah. Let them figure it out. It was just funny. He was, you know, and I don't, we didn't even really keep his score. I gave him maximum six on every hole. So, no. I mean, he probably took a hundred shots. Oh, and right? I know your sons, but they went back fine tooth comb on those scores, didn't they? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But they were keeping track for sure. Um, but the one who, you know, he just gets the maximum on every hole. He was the most upset. <laughs> it was comical. I love, see, I, golf, you're not keeping score. What's the point? I'm with you. What, no what, what are you doing? Go to the driving range. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you actually out on the course then? It's, that's silly to me. When, when I play with guys that don't keep score, I'm like, what are you doing? Damn yeah. right. If, if I'm not putting it on paper, it's in my head. Darn right. I know what I scored. Yeah. Well, you got to keep track. You got to use it to kind of measure how you did. Uh, we opened the show with a, a, a bit of bad news, uh, and, and I can't believe that you're here with us today, get, considering what you went through, your family went through over the weekend. You, I'm not, I'm not trying to laugh. This is, this is serious. In much, fact, you, you yes. have a lot of sympathy coming over the text line. Oh, thank you. Do you care to recap what, what happened at the uh, Manchester household? So Saturday afternoon, about three o'clock, we left and, uh, went to church and then, uh, made our way up to Boulder, a little, you know, family outing, had some dinner. Uh, Wait, you know, going to church on a Saturday? Yeah, we do the Saturday afternoon okay. slash evening service. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, we were gone from about three till about ten. We Wait, get home. you go to church for seven hours? <laughs> we went to dinner. We went to Boulder. Um, it was, you know, it was a nice little afternoon and evening. We get home and I'm sitting out on the front porch and my wife sends me a text that says, Hey, is Bill out there? I'm like, okay, hold on a second. You're home and your wife texts you while you're at yes. home. Yeah. Can't she just turn to you and ask you that question? I was outside on the front porch. My wife she does was... this to me all the time. I'm in one room of the house. She's in the other. And we're, 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 we're going back and forth texting. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. She was upstairs. I don't yeah. know, getting the kids okay. in bed. I don't know what was, what was going on. And so she left the cat out when we went to church. She forgot to bring Bill in. Okay, so... Now, Bill is not your normal cat. No, he's like 14, 15 years old, and he's enormous. Like, give us an example. Garfield-like? Yes, exactly. He is Huge. He's the biggest cat you've ever seen. Like people will come over to our house and like do a double take. They're just stunned by is the that, size of Is that of even cat. a cat? It's he is ginormous. Like the size of a panther. Kind of, yes. Okay. Um and he's getting up there in age. Like I you know, there's been two or three times in the last couple of weeks where I actually went over when he was sleeping and poked him to make sure he was still alive yeah. because he didn't he wasn't like looking like he was yeah. sleeping. Sounds he like was a, like passed out. Sounds like a dynamic pet. Yes, he's a great pet, great pet. So we're looking around outside and looking over at our neighbor's house. He likes to go under the patio, can't find Bill, looking everywhere, no Bill. Mm-hmm. So I'm still sitting there waiting. Oh, I love the name Bill for, for a cat. It's Thank awesome. You. Thank you. It was my doing. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting out there on the patio waiting, you know, it's like, well, maybe Bill will wander back as I'm sitting here. A freaking coyote. Coyote. Comes up on my patio while I'm sitting there with my feet up, drinking like some scotch. Wait, wait, just I, walks right up to you? Right up on the patio and like stares at me. Wow. Like, we're eyeball to eyeball. How far away were you? I don't know, five feet. You gotta be kidding. No, it freaked me out. Scared me. That thing had the coyotes to walk right up yes, to you? Yes. Yes. I do not like wildlife. I do not like, you know, oh my God. animals in general other than, other than Bill. 
So, you know, I shoo him off. I scare him off. How'd you scare him off? I don't know. I, just I wouldn't even know what to do with the I coyote. just shouted. He, he turned and ran. He's more afraid of me did, than did I Did he bare him. his teeth? No. Okay. That would have been freaky. So anyhow, he, he takes off. Little later, we start hearing those noises that the, that the coyotes make, you know, when they're communicating. What, what, what? I don't know. I can't do it, but like okay. the, the screeching and the right. howling and they're like, I don't know. They're making like, like kind a of war cries. dance, some type of war dance. And I told my wife, I said, uh, it's not good. I think they're letting each other know that they got some food. Celebrating a kill. Yesterday morning, I found a big patch of fur uh, in my neighbor's yard all the way across the street, and then most of it over in the field across the street with a uh, few few of the remains. So big, Bill is... Big Bill is gone. Bill is gone. The coyotes ate well. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It was a tough day in the uh, wow. Marlott household. Yes. Don't you feel violated? Yes. It's my cat. You don't, you don't, whether you like cats or not, it's my pet. Now, can't hey, come up and take it. I, I, I'm going to ask you a, a question I don't have the answer to because I don't know what the rules are. I don't want to go all Vashon Leonard and start shooting animals in my backyard. But, and I'm not into guns, but if you had a gun ready, can't you just shoot the coyote if it approaches your patio? I don't know what the rule are, is. Are you allowed to do that? But like it, and here's the problem, and I'm ticked at my neighbors. Uh, because people in the neighborhood, there's these foxes too, right? And they think the foxes are cute, so they feed the foxes. What do you mean they feed the? I foxes? don't know. They leave like food and stuff out for the they foxes. Make tuna sandwiches for so the foxes. The coyote doesn't know that it's for the fox and not for them, so now they're traipsing through the neighborhood. So I have like wild animals running through the entire neighborhood, and one of them got my damn cat, and I'm not happy about it. I wouldn't be. Now either. I'm upset. I was fine until you made me tell this story. Well, are again. you allowed to sit out there with a 22 and go to work? I don't think so. I think well, I would get not? in trouble. If a coyote approaches my house and comes after my people, why well, not? When he was on my patio, I probably could have. I don't think I can get up in the, you know, in my second floor and just start picking him off in the field well, why across not? the street. Why, what if you know Bill's out there? Well, maybe. Trying to save Bill? I, I, honest to God, why not? What, are you going to have people come over and say you can't do oh, that? I guarantee you somebody would turn me in. Yes, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Man, this has so many layers, this story. We can go everywhere with this. Well, you said you had a solution. Well, we don't have time in the segment. <laughs> we'll save it for the 9 o'clock hour. You go through all that and you don't even give me the solution? The reason I, I have a solution because something similar happened to me. I didn't right. lose a pet, but I got into it with a neighbor over wildlife. We'll discuss later. Up next, Morning Sugar Fix, Marty O. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Altitude 950 is now available on Amazon devices with Alexa. What would you like to listen to? All of your favorite sports talk, the best hosts, plus scores, traffic, and weather that you depend on is available anytime on your Echo, Echo Dot, Echo Show, or any other Alexa-enabled device. This hour was brought to you by the Colorado Media School. The demand for media careers is at an all-time high. The Colorado Media School can train and get you into that new career in under a year. Enrollment is open now. Call 303-937-7070. Welcome to Consumer Car Buying. I'm your instructor, Alan Roach, for my car guys at Johnson Auto Plaza. Here's a fact. Every car dealer pays the same for new vehicles. The manufacturers set the cost, the incentives, the rebates, and from there, it's up to the dealers to sell those vehicles. And so begins the sales circus. You've seen it. Balloons and costumes. Super low. Come on. Payments that require 
super fast talking or teeny tiny print disclaimers just to make them legal, let alone honest. Know this class, there is a better way. The Johnson family goal is simple, to help you find the vehicle you're looking for at the best possible price with no silly games or wasted time and make your experience a great one. That's it. And that's why you'll love these guys just like I do. During the Jeep celebration event, get a great deal on over a thousand vehicles, 350 new Rams, 200 new Jeeps. Experience car buying the way it's supposed to be at Johnson Auto Plaza, north of E470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. It's time to bring breakfast back at the Delectable Egg. Start your day with an amazing omelet, a delicious skillet, some pancakes, or how about some eggs? There's a lot of places to get eggs, but only one locally owned and with so many delicious locally sourced products made fresh daily. The Delectable Egg. So get cracking. The Delectable Egg at five metro locations, including Lodo, Downtown, DTC, Lowry, and Westminster. Ask about catering and hatch some great deals with the Delectable Egg Rewards Program at DelectableEgg.com. Hey, sports fans, Vic Lombardi here. You know me by now. I like to remain active. I like to do my things, ride my bike, play golf, play hoops. Well, recently I've had trouble doing those things. And you're told, oh, the only solution is surgery or some sort of prescription. No, and that's not the case. I went to downtown Denver and visited Downtown's Healthcare, founded by Dr. Gary Rodenmacher, who's with us right now. Doctor, you've had this place going since 1997, and it's very unique. Why? Yeah, it's unique because we we offer uh, physical and regenerative medicine. So we basically, we took the best of the best. We took chiropractic, natural health care, added it with medical, and what we found is we get much better results, faster results. Uh, we've been doing that for about 10 years now. So for my case, it was lower back issues, and every two or three months, they'd come back, lower back, lower back, and you can put Band-Aids on them. You made sure that these pains go away. Absolutely. We're very thorough. We do a very thorough consultation evaluation. Um, it's very patient-specific. So basically, once we find out what's going on, our team of providers will get together, and they'll put a game plan together for someone to get not only just get them pain-free, but to fix the underlying problem so that the person is more stable going forward and not having recurrences in their condition. One thing I noticed about your office, it's like a big team format. You go from one place to the next. You're getting stretched. You're doing the uh, uh, the massage and then you have the injections, and then you're going, of course, to the chiropractor. You get a little bit of everything, don't you? You know, we take a team approach in the office, and we are very mission-driven to help people get off of drugs and avoid unnecessary surgeries. And so um, it's a mission where our intent is to get people off the meds, avoid the surgeries. And so you are seeing a lot of people, but it's a team approach. You made a good point. Invest in your body. Invest in yourself. You know, I want to exercise. I want to be me. And I found out the only way to be me is to make sure my body is ready to be me. Downtown's Healthcare. Downtownshealthcare.com. There's an S in there. Downtownshealthcare.com. Check it out. The Altitude 950 traffic update. Delays continue on your southbound I-225 drive where your speeds are way down. Parker to I-25. Traffic is brought to you by Lowe's. A crash on I-25. This is coming in northbound north of Hamden. Jamming back traffic, you have stop-and-go traffic starting at Arapahoe Road. Did you know that Lowe's is now home to Craftsman? You'll find an ever-growing selection of mechanics, tools, tool storage, and more. Craftsman, for your go-to tool brand, start with Lowe's. I'm Chris McLaughlin with Traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Last night took an L, but tonight I bounce back. About time you came back with this song. I don't know if the Rockies will bounce back after that L. There are some L's, and then there are L's. 
What the Rockies took in Texas yesterday was an L, capital L, cursive yeah. L. Like Laverne and Shirley, the L that she had on her sweater, that's the L that the Rockies took yesterday. Well, there's a reference that is lost on the vast majority well, let's see. of the listening audience. Let's see. Um, Marty O, do you know what that reference is? The, lo- the L on the Laverne and Shirley. Do you have any idea what I'm referring to there? I believe that's an old television program. Nice. Well done. Very well done. That's all I got. Okay. Have you ever seen Laverne and Shirley? I feel like mm-hmm. I've seen the intro to it. I have a catchy tune at the beginning, but yeah. that's it. Were you more uh, Laverne or Shirley, James? Shirley. Whoa. I mean, can I go with neither? <laughs> I mean, really, were either one of them very attractive? I mean, it's, you know, not to be mean. Uh, back to your situation uh, with Bill the Cat. May he rest in peace. Uh, you're getting a lot of people, by the way, uh, giving you condolences via the text line. That's people very nice. Who normally I appreciate uh, it. knock you uh, are saying, sorry about Bill, it's not fair. Uh, wildlife, not good at all. Uh, people saying that um, you're not allowed According to Nick here on the text line, you're not allowed to kill a coyote or any wildlife if it attacks your pet. If it attacks your property or in your property, yes, but not your pets, which sounds messed up to me. Yeah. You just can allow them to trade right in and take your dog? What if, I mean, what if you were just trying to separate them? Could you, like, chase them with a shovel and hit him? I mean, you can't do anything? You just have to sit there and watch it? Doesn't seem right. Another person that says they live in Broomfield, and Broomfield's notorious for uh, coyote problems over That's there. That's my neck of the woods. Uh, yes. Uh, I'm in Sobru. If your neighbors, 7265, if your stupid neighbors are feeding foxes, all the rest follows. Your neighborhood is now a buffet line. It is. It totally is. That's why he was comfortable coming up on my patio. Here, here's a here's the issue with neighbors and wildlife, because we all have different takes on, on wildlife. Uh, let me just tell you something. If a, we have mountain lions where I live, okay? I mean, that's next that's, level. Yes. Right? I mean, those will, won't they eat humans? Well, they could. Okay. Yeah. They could, they could get you. So, and we have a doggy door. Let me tell you something. If I ever saw a mountain lion just sneak a peek in my doggy door, game over. I, mountain lion is sorry. What, like you're moving or you're going to go get the mountain lion. I'm going to go full John Rambo. <laughs> okay. Just so you know, first All blood. Right. All if right. If a mountain lion peeps his head in my doggy door. Yep. Yep. This happened once, and you tell me how I should have responded. I hate to throw my my neighbor. I, I'm I'm sorry. I have to say this. We had a rattlesnake near our um, mailbox. It was a smaller baby rattlesnake, but a rattlesnake nonetheless. And the baby ones are more dangerous than the adults because they cannot control their venom output. Okay. So I'm out there, and it's in the middle of the summer, and I'm mowing the lawn, and I see a, a rattlesnake. And my kids are young at the time. And so I shriek like I normally do. Yeah. And my neighbor comes over and says, what's wrong? I said, there's a rattlesnake by my mailbox. So I let my, my neighbor handle it. So he grabs a bucket. Now, what would I have done? What What do you think I would have done? Shovel? I, I would have just taken the lawnmower right to it. What? No, 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 no. Why not? You're going to take your lawnmower to the snake? Well, what else am I supposed to do in that situation? That's what I was going to do. So my neighbor comes over and says, let me handle this. What? Let me handle this. Neighbor comes over with one of those big industrial buckets you get at Home Depot. Yeah. Right? Like the five-gallon yeah. bucket. And it's sort of like, and this snake is in that I'm going to fight everyone mode. Okay? It's like, let's go. I'm about 20 feet away just coiled in a fetal position. And 
he goes in there with that bucket and throws it over the snake. And I go, all right, great. All right, now kill it, right? You know, he lets it go. He takes the snake and throws it over the fence. We have a tree farm next to us and lets it go. Like the snake's not just going to come right back? That's what I said. I think I'm with you. He let the snake go. The lawnmower is a bit excessive. Death is death, dude. What's the difference? The lawnmower, though, dude, like that's kind of disgusting. And you're like right up. It's like putting it in a wood chipper. Oh, you, you prefer a more humane approach, yes. like a shovel to the head. Yes, that's exactly what I prefer. Oh, we had a snake on the field, uh, my kids' little league game a couple weeks ago on the infield, and that's what they did. They got like the bucket. I'm like, who is this snake whisperer that is going out? It's no, the umpire. No, I'm dude, like, I'm I done. I ain't they doing did it. That. Uh, which leads to a story I read in the uh, Denver Post yesterday. Did you read about this? Real quickly before we get to Marty, I got my paper yesterday finish. at about ten. Did you? For a second time, I'm going to read word for word this story. I couldn't believe when I read it. Second time in barely more than a year in an Indonesian village, a human swallowed whole by a python. Why Tita, 54 years old, left her home on Muna Island to visit her cornfield? The field was about a half a mile from her house, surrounded by cliffs. Snakes normally feed on smaller mammals in that area. Attacks against humans are supposed to be as rare as winning the lottery. When she did not return, her sister went to the field to look for her. She found only Tiba's footprints. About a 100 people from the village combed the fields Friday morning. They found the snake a few dozen yards from Tiba's belongings. It was 23 feet long and so bloated that it could barely move. A long bulge midway down its body had a foreboding look to it. The villagers killed the snake. A man carefully cut across the bulge with a machete, and there she was. That is the most heinous story I've heard in quite some time. I I, I mean, that makes Bill the cat. Sorry, I don't want to drop. (laughs) Unbelievable. Wow. And with that, Marty O, bring me some sugar, please. Sugar. It's time for your morning sugar fix. Instant sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Woo-hoo-hoo. Sugar slam. Shake that. Uh, a lot of textures chiming in, by the way. It's illegal to feed foxes and other wildlife in Colorado. You need to turn in your neighbor. Mm, I I don't know that I'm willing to be that guy, but it should be a. It cost you a cat. I did. It did. Thanks for the intro, Vic. That was <laughs> quite the whole <laughs> time. Good luck following that, Marty. Yikes! All right, uh, all right. Chris Harris Jr. turning 29 today. Good timing for him. Mini camp is done. Birthday right around the corner. What do you think he's doing for his birthday? Probably working out. Yeah. He's a workout fiend. He's a workout guy. Yeah. He's 29. 29. Huh? Getting up there. Mm, couple father, of years, couple of years left. Father time. You know what they say about father time, man. <laughs> How I much just, time is left on this defense when you think about it? I know. Yeah. The clock is definitely ticking. I just stay in 2000, former Rockies second baseman Mike Lansing becomes the fastest player to hit for the cycle. Needed only four innings to complete it. That's amazing. Uh, triple in the first, homer in the second, double in the third, and a single in the fourth. Rockies killed the D-backs 19 to two. Jeez, he had it by the fourth by inning? The fourth inning, yeah. Man. Those are the glory days when 19 runs was enough to win a game. Yeah. Now they score yeah. 12 and lose. <laughs> that was clearly pre-Humidor. Exactly. 19 to 2. Mm-hmm. I, I still can't believe they scored 12 runs and lost a game. 
That's why they're toast. Four run leads. That's why they're totally twice, toast. Twice in one game on the road, they had four run leads. They put 12 on the board, 15 hits, and lose. You saw all you needed to see yesterday. That team is done. It's a softball score, really. 13 yeah. to 12. Exactly. Mm-hmm. HW would have thought it was a. Mm-hmm. He would have tied it back game. to the game on Thursday. Yeah. I just say in 2013, it looked like the Spurs were going to win the title. They were up 94 to 89 with 28 seconds left. Larry O'Brien trophy was getting polished up. Uh, LeBron hit a big three. Kawhi split a pair of free throws, and it led to this crazy sequence right here. James catches, puts up the three. Won't go. Rebound, Bosch. Back out to Allen. His three-pointer. Bang! Tie game with five seconds remaining. Game ended up going to overtime, then the Heat won game seven. Stealing the championship from the Spurs. Never forget that shot. Ray Allen was one of those rare shooters. He jumped like five feet off the ground on mm-hmm. every jump shot. You know, like when Steph Curry shoots, it's more of a glorified set shot. Mm-hmm. When Ray Allen shot, he got off the ground. He was like Mike Evans. He got Mike off Evans was the same the kind ground. of guy. Yeah. That was the game when all the Heat fans were flooding back into the arena exactly. trying to come yeah. back because yeah. they had bailed. How do you think that game changed the landscape of the NBA? Well, if if... If Miami loses again in the finals, then that whole, well, I'm taking my talents to South Beach and we're going to win one, two, three, six, that fails and perhaps he bolts. Mm-hmm. I think it changed it a ton. Oh, yeah. I think it did. All right, in the stay in 2014, Kershaw throws a no-no against the Rockies in L.A. Would have been a perfect game if not for Hanley Ramirez air ball, airmailing one to first base. Struck out 15, only three balls went out of the infield that day. Jeez. What year was that? 2014. That that's pure dominance right yeah, there. Absolute dominance. All right, and that's it, fellas. Marty, what did you uh leave on the uh cutting room floor? All right, stay in two thousand one, the Fast and the Furious first Fast and the Furious came out. There are a total of eight movies in that series. Aren't they keep I, bleeding are it you out. kidding me? Yeah. I've seen like two or three of them. I saw the one wasn't there one when they were in Rio de Janeiro? I haven't seen any of them. Aren't they all the same movie? Pretty much the, the same, same story. Yeah, there's cars, the one with man. a train. They're on a train somewhere. The isn't best there, one is Tokyo Drift. I was that's just going to say, one. isn't yeah. there one that's about drifting? Oh, yeah. That's the best one. All right. Hey, I know you're going to have Spanning the Globe in this uh, 9 o'clock hour. You better have the story about the uh, Major League pitcher who vomited twice in the middle of the game. I was just going to have more snakes getting yeah. hacked. Yeah, yeah please, please, by all means. More find pythons. In a snake. I mean, that's what I, when I saw that rattler next to my mailbox, I thought about myself being swallowed up. Same so thing you were going to take the mower to him, That's right. which is the most outrageous thing you've said the on this show. The mower is the best weapon against an animal. No, if a not. mountain lion enters your, oh. if a mountain lion goes to your backyard, just take the mower out. That it scares him so every time. horrendous. You got the Vic Lombardi Show, Jeff Legwald at 915. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up on Saturday night, the Rapids are at home to take on Minnesota United FC. Kickoff is at 7 o'clock with Connor Cape on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche. Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. I think between the draft evaluation and watching those guys in phase two and phase three, it's what we thought with both guys. Obviously, with the offensive line and the running backs, it's hard to tell without pads. But our skill guys, you know, our our eval was right you know, on those guys. So, um, you know, we've got, we've got uh, a bunch of young guys that should help us this year, you know, including last year's draft class. You know, those guys has, uh, have, have gotten uh, better. 
Yeah, no Bronco talk until training camp, barring some unforeseen circumstances here in the next few weeks. Uh, it is that uh, downtime that the coaches dread most. Front office types hate this time of year because, well, this is the time of year where the only news seems to be bad news. Let's go to the hotline. Welcome in our Broncos insider, Jeff Legwald. Leggy, how are you, my man? I'm great, Vic. What's happening? I'm just chilling here. So they're off entirely. The entire league is off until late July. When does Broncos training camp start? Uh, Vic, I believe they're going to report on the 25th, on July 25th. But they that it, it'll either be the 25th or 26th, I, I think is the case. So, uh, so you know, this is like you say, this is the time when the the guys in charge they like being off, but they're not so sure. If, you know, they like the players being off that long, but, uh, you remember when Shanahan had a July 4th mini camp? That was the, uh. Did he really? Yeah, it was near, it was one of his last seasons here. He had a, he had a mini camp in July. Oh my. And I don't, I don't think I've ever seen the players stay so mad for so long about something as they were that. Cause well, you, they, they opened camp like three weeks later. You can't do that today under the collective bargaining Not agreement, can you? Against the rules. Against yeah. the rules. Uh, you know, I don't blame them. I mean, come on, give them some time off. They're not, no, they, they're not kindergartners the here. Only have them, yeah, the coaches only have themselves to blame. You know, they were the ones telling the quarterbacks they had to be in there on, you know, if, if you missed the playoffs, there were some teams that would get the quarterbacks in two weeks later, you know, and, and you know, that I think, yeah, when the players had a chance to whittle that away, they, they took it. Last week, minicamp, uh, VJ obviously spoke after every practice, and it seemed to me, Jeff, that he was, I don't know if it was the line of questioning, I don't know why, but he seemed very reflective. He was asked a lot about how he would improve as a coach and, you know, how he could stop losing streaks from happening. Was that a side of VJ we hadn't seen in quite some time, just talking openly about his coaching style and where he needs to work? Yeah, they got, you know, I, I find, I find Vance to be a, a really honest, genuine guy when you just talk to him, you know, off to the side or whatever. And I think like most guys who've been in the league a long time and, and advanced to the level of coordinator, they honestly believe they're ready to be a head coach and that their system or their their framework of beliefs is going to work and they're going to win. They all believe that. And when it doesn't happen right away, it really rattles their cage. And, and I think, uh, you know, it happened to Josh McDaniels here. It even happened to Mike Shanahan. He's talked often about getting fired in, in Oakland. I mean, it, it it is a rough business to be in charge, and it's sort of unforgiving, and you don't get that many chances, and I think guys know that. So when you have a season like they did, especially an eight-game losing streak, an eight-game losing streak means – not much of what you're trying is working. And I think that's really what all of the staff has kind of had to wrestle with this off season because that, that really does sort of get to your your beliefs. You know, you believed all this stuff was work and, and would work, and suddenly you can't win for two months. Jeff Legwald, haven't chatted since uh, all of the uh, Terrell Owens stuff came down. He's not going to attend the Pro Football Hall of Fame ceremonies. And I know that's near and dear to you because you do a lot of work. Uh, you're very prominent in the uh, Pro Football Writers Association and what they do to make the Hall of Fame operate. Are, are you offended uh, by what he had to say, by his actions, that he's not going to be there to get his uh, award? 
You know, I think I, I really do believe people can do what they think is right. That that's kind of where I fit. But I, I think it would it's sort of offensive to guys like Floyd Little, Rayfield Wright, in this in this class, Gary Kramer, guys who waited forty years to get in the Hall of Fame, and and I think it's disrespectful to them to to sort of say three years is a long wait. Uh, you know, there are guys. You know, Jerry Kramer waited longer than Terrell Owens has been alive. Randy Gratishar is still waiting. Randy Gratishar is still waiting. Louis Wright has never been discussed, which is one of the great travesties I've not been able to repair in my 20 years on the committee. So, uh, I mean, Louis Wright's never been in the room. I mean, that is just stupid to me. Uh, you know, Randy Gratishar is still waiting. He's on the seniors list. Carl Mecklenburg has never been discussed. I mean, you're talking locally, great player. You know, for the Orange Crush not to have one player in the Hall of Fame is is ludic- ludicrous. Yeah, and, you know, but I just, you know, Jerry Kramer, look at Jerry Kramer. He's in this class. He was the senior uh, selection. He was the only guard picked on the 50th anniversary team, and he waited decades to get in the Hall of Fame. That's why I think guys should go. You should respect the people who waited longer and and gave just as much to the profession as you did. That that's that's the part I don't like because that's that that should be respected at all times. Well, my view of uh, T.O. once an ass, always an ass, and I I, I just don't get it. What, what are his protestations here? What, what what is he mad about? Well, you know, you can only go by what you hear, and you know, people have told me that. He believes somehow that the, I believe the three years he had to wait was too uh, offensive. But again, you know, it, the process is tough. Only five guys make it off the modern list every year. Uh, and every year I look at that list of 15 finalists and I think all 15 should go in and you can only pick five. And, uh, frankly, you know, you know this. I've talked to you after the meeting. I leave the meeting every year almost nauseous because I know we've left 10 people hanging who probably deserve to be in Canton and it's, and it's really difficult and never a given to get back in the room and get another shot at it. I love the fact that his uh, contemporaries, uh, had let him have it. Michael Irvin did Dion Sanders, you know, they, they were all like aghast at, at his reaction to this, but that's, oh, it's the, why is anybody it's surprised? It's T.O. single honor you can get. Yes. Yes. Do you wish you could rescind your vote now after he pulls this stunt? I, you know, I, I, I vote, you know, I, no matter the player, I vote if I think they should be in Canton or not. I don't, I don't vote. Did I like them? Were they mm-hmm. nice to me? I, I don't do any of that stuff because that, again, that's, if I'm going to do that, I should get off the committee. You know, I, yeah. I just think if you deserve to be in, you should be in. And, you know, I've heard some of the voters say they would think twice about, voting for him but yeah i don't go you know done is done i guess is what i think and you know if you if you put the yes down you better just live with it because you know you knew anything was a possibility with him anyway i mean the guy did an interview doing sit-ups in his driveway one time so you should be ready for this kind of stuff Well, as long as we have you here on this topic what is the latest on uh on pat boland because clearly it's only a matter of time uh when do you bring his name up again and when does that get to the voters well, they, the contributors committee will meet in August uh, again, and he he will be one of the most 
I can say without a doubt he will be one of the most prominent candidates talked about. He was, you know, I think he's, I think he's finished just out of the, you know, the selection the last two years. You know, I, you know, I think this year, you know, you're looking at guys, Gil Brandt has, has some support, but I, I think Pat Bolin is, is clearly the, the best candidate. Now, you know, we'll see if he comes out of that meeting, but, in my mind, he's the best candidate, and that's what I've told the people on the on the contributors committee. Jeffrey, we have uh, just less than a month before training camp, so just chill out, enjoy yourself, <laughs> go find a go play golf, take up golf. You know, I haven't played golf in so long. You would be offended if I told you the last <laughs> time I played golf. I probably would. Jeff, thanks for a few minutes this morning. Thanks, Vic. You're Take the best. Care. That is Jeff Legwald, our uh, Broncos and NFL insider. By the way, James, did you catch what happened in the CFL? The NFL could take a page from the CFL, the way they handled this matter over the weekend. So some streaker dude decides he's going to have some fun during a CFL football game, and the yep. video is viral. He runs onto the field, says, here I am, check me out, and a defensive back looks at him, stares him down, and the perfect textbook form tackle takes him out. I, I saw it, and he got drilled. Awesome. What happens if he gets injured? Oh well. No, I. That should be the answer. But is that actually the I'm answer? I'm sure. I'm sure that you're right. I'm sure they're screwed. I'm sure the team's liable. That would be my guess, right? Like, what if God forbid he, he like gets concussed and is in a coma or something? Because I don't think that's a reasonable response to expect when you run out there to just get drilled by a player. Oh, I thought it was awesome. I had no problem with it, but I'm telling you, if he got hurt, I think he'd have himself a case. I'm telling you, that, that's the one thing lacking in professional golf that every other sport has. Violence? Physical violence. By the way, and we can talk about it when we come back, but I could not disagree with you and Jeff Legwald more on T.O. Really? Yeah. Leave it to you. <laughs> Leave it to you to see T.O.'s side of the equation on this. Again, once an ass... Always an ass. You're talking about T.O.? Maybe. You got the Vic Lombardi <laughs> Show. Hey, Scott Ace is here. And did you know June is Men's Health Month? And gentlemen, do you know your numbers? You may know your blood pressure and cholesterol, but do you know your testosterone and prostate numbers? I know mine. I went to the Low T Center. They make it quick and easy. You'll know your results in about 20 minutes. And this month, Low T Center is offering a special testosterone and prostate level test for only $50. So call them today, 303-451-5698, or get online at thelowtcenter.com. Have you heard about the best refinance deal around? Credit Union of Denver has an auto, motorcycle, or RV refinance deal that will blow your socks off. Bring your respective loan over to Credit Union of Denver and receive at least 2% off your current rate, $200 cash, and take a two-month payment vacation. They like to call this the power of two. It's so easy to do. You just go online and apply at smartlikeyou.com or call them at 303-234-1700. Apply at smartlikeyou.com or call Credit Union of Denver at 303-234-1700. Tell them you heard it on Cool 105. The 2% discount is on a current auto, motorcycle, or specific type of RV loan from a different financial institution. Floor rate applies. Rate discount and $200 valid on loans over $7,500. With approved credit, terms and conditions apply. Offer expires July 31st, 2018. Equal opportunity lender. Saturday, June 23rd is the main event of the Rockies' 25th anniversary season with stars of past and present. All-time 25 alumni like Larry Walker and Todd Helton, along with Charlie, Nolan, and the current team will join fans on the field 
for a 25th anniversary photo day. So, here's your to-do list. Arrive at 1015 to get your King Supers throwback replica jersey, get photos with the Rockies, and enjoy special ceremonies before the 110 game versus the Marlins. Go to Rockies.com slash 25th to get your June 23rd tickets before they're gone. What will you do with your $5,000 bonus? First Transit is hiring full-time drivers. Apply today and get a $5,000 hiring bonus. Starting pay is $15.38 an hour. $15.38 an hour paid training and a $5,000 hiring bonus for drivers. Benefits after 30 days. No experience required. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. What will you do with your $5,000 hiring bonus? Go to work for First Transit. Apply to Today in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. Where's the best live entertainment? At Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino. That's where. June 29th, it's Uncle Cracker. July 13th, Blood, Sweat, and Tears. And Little River Band, August 3rd. Summer is full of fun and exciting entertainment at Buffalo Thunder in Santa Fe. Get tickets and book your Santa Fe getaway at buffalothunderresort.com. Coasters, water slides, family fun. All under the glorious Colorado sun. All the thrills with the spills. Like the high-flying Star Flyer, Mind Eraser, and Mega Wedgie Speed Slides. It's enough to make any family smile. We love getting a theme park and a water park in one ticket. Now open late. Elitz Gardens, we love you. Craft beer is just not enough to cut it anymore. This summer, how about you up your pregame game at Thirsty Lion Gastro Pub? Besides craft beer, enjoy signature cocktails and regional wines, and Thirsty Lion Gastro Pub features a seasonal menu. Try pork belly tacos and spicy shrimp ceviche. That's how to up your pregame game at Thirsty Lion Gastro Pub. Just blocks from Coors Field at Union Station and in Cherry Creek. Open at 11 a.m. weekends for brunch. Remember the name, Thirsty Lion Gastro Pub. The Colorado Rapids take on Minnesota United FC on June 23rd at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. And to the wall, but it's Tim Howard once again with a massive save. Bring your whole family, no matter the size, courtesy of the Coca-Cola Family Plan. Starting at only $30, you get a ticket to the game, a meal, and a Coke. Badgy delivers a burgundy wave here at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. Get your tickets now at coloradorapids.com. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Hey, you have to shoot far with a 7-iron? What? Hell, Roy, it never even occurred to me to try. You heard it. Now you call. Call the hotline. We'll take the third caller to qualify for the U.S. Senior Open at the Broadmoor. We want to send you in style. Altitude 950 will send you via the ultimate U.S. Senior Open VIP experience. You heard the clip from Tin Cup. Be the third caller right now. You are in the running to win four tickets to sit in the Centennial Club at the U.S. Senior Open down at the Broadmoor. Four great seats, food, drinks, other amenities. The ultimate U.S. Senior Open VIP experience compliments of Altitude 950. We look up at the television screen, and it's 0-0 in the current World Cup game. Panama's playing, and Manchester said, who's Panama playing? Belarus? It says (laughs) B-E-L. Their flag is like, I don't know, Belarus. what is that? Black, yellow, and red? I don't know. Could be Belarus. It's Belgium. Well, now I know that. Yeah. 
You just, you laughed at me like it was the dumbest thing you'd ever heard. Like, <laughs> it is B-E-L. Belarus. It's close. <laughs> All right, fine, I'll give you that. All right. It, it, that would make a great game, though, for those, um, if you, in the ge- I'm into geography. I know you are too. Yeah. Just to throw those abbreviations up there and come up with the country. Well, what would Belarus be? Uh, if it ain't B-E-L. B-L-R? Maybe. B-L-S? I think Belgium should have a G and an M. I think it should be B-G-M or something. B-L-G? For Belgium? Yeah. Yeah. B-E-L could be too many things. Fine. This is a very logical question. I didn't know you were so upset. That Belarus is... I was just trying to figure out who we're watching here. Now, is is Panama who got in instead of the yeah, U.S.? Yeah, yeah, you should be rooting for Panama at this point. Again, you should be rooting for all the CONCACAF teams. Although it's not my style to tell you no. who to root for. Well, we need to get back into... I want to hear the tweets that Landon Donovan's former oh, teammates yeah. okay. sent him. So because... I got, yeah, I got to tell you about this. This is... This is whew. Yesterday, or the day before yesterday, I am pulling for Mexico to beat Germany. Now, I've got my reasons... You might have your, I, I want the neighbors, the U.S. neighbors to win. I want them to look good. Albeit, it's a, it's a rival, a bitter rival of the U.S. Everybody who knows the history of the U.S. Mexico, I get it. But I want Mexico to shine in the world stage because I think hand in hand looks better for the U.S. I just think, I, I look at it that way. Why does it look better because for the U.S.? Because you know what? They play Mexico strong and it's, it's a good rival and fine. Say which one. Plus, I don't like Germany. Sorry. That's your best reason so far. That I'm fine with. Landon Donovan, who did not get invited to the last World Cup and probably still bitter about that, comes out publicly and says, here's his tweet while he's uh, being sponsored by Wells Fargo, a proud sponsor. He's getting paid for this tweet, mind you. Paid. Landon Donovan says, hey, the tournament's here, U.S. fans. Our team may not be in Russia, but our neighbors to the south are. So join me. And their proud sponsor, Wells Fargo, to cheer on the other team, Mexico. Vamos, Mexico. So Landon Donovan goes public in his support of Mexico. And here comes the reaction. One of his former teammates, Carlos Bocanegra, he chimes in. He chimes in, says, how could you, how could you pull for our rivals? What, what are you doing, Landon Donovan? To Fair which, question. Which Landon Donovan responds via Twitter. He's he's writing straight to Carlos Bocanegra here. Listen to this. You grew up in SoCal and owe much of your soccer skill to playing with Mexicans. Your father is of Mexican descent. Look around our country. Are you happy with how we are treating Mexicans? Open your mind. Stand for something and remember where you came from. Wow. Seems unnecessary. Preaching at Carlos Bocanegra. And now Hercules Gomez chimes in. See, but he landed Donovan in, in that tweet, started to make it political. Yes, and personal. Yes, which so is not good. Here comes here comes Hercules Gomez. Do you remember that guy? I think yeah. he had a couple. Hey, Jesse, didn't he play for the Rapids a little bit? Uh, that I'm not 100% or in the sure. MLS? I'll have to look. Okay, so Hercules Gomez chimes in regarding Landon Donovan and says, This is an incredibly terrible take. Questioning one's loyalties to culture and or heritage because he questioned you for taking marketing dollars to root for your sporting rival? You can hate El Tree. This doesn't mean you have anything against Mexicans. That's Very Her- true. That's Hercules Gomez. Very true. Interesting how this has changed. The dynamics of Landon Donovan supporting Team Mexico suddenly taking on a life of its own. Yeah, I mean, Landon Donovan seems like he was totally uh, out of place here 
in, in his response. Like if he wants to take the marketing dollars yeah. and just say, hey, we should, we should, you should root for just Mexico. Just take him and fine. shut up. But yeah, where he took the argument seems very inappropriate. I agree with, uh, Her- is it Hercules? Hercules Gomez. Yeah. I agree with Hercules Gomez completely. It is a terrible take. By the way, uh, Panama and Belarus. <laughs> If they were ever to play in the World <laughs> Cup. Right now it's Panama. Belgium. Zero uh, zero into the twenty uh, second minute. So speaking of terrible takes, you you will probably think this is one. Mm-hmm. But if T.O. doesn't want to go to the Hall of Fame induction, that's his that's oh, his that, right. So he, he, him not being there doesn't bother me. I, th- that you think I you think I care if Well T.O. that goes. it's offensive and it's offensive to all the guys who've the, been in there. No, no, like, no, why? no, no, no. The fact He's offended having to wait three years. And because he's offended, this is his reaction, is typical T.O. That's, I'm offended mm-hmm. that he's offended. Well, there's nothing more America 2018 exactly right. than that. You're offended that someone is offended. I, he's I, got a point. And his a point? point what, what's his point? His point is you're either a Hall of Famer or you're not. So why do you make these guys wait? And somebody needs to call them out on it. Right, like the it, it, the worst one was when they put Ken Stabler in the year after he passed away. What a shame that he didn't get a a chance to know that he went in and to go to the ceremony and all that kind of stuff because they they made him wait for twenty five years. It's silly, and To's making that point. I'm a Hall of Famer or I'm not. Okay, how about all the other? Why Hall make of people wait? Okay, well, how come all the other Hall of Famers who had to wait two, three, five, ten years? Why didn't they have a hissy fit like T.O.? Why? Because T.O.'s T.O. No, he's it's finally T.O. he's finally speaking out for oh, everyone else. Oh, give me a break. Re- he's got a very valid point. Within, were you surprised that the likes of Michael Irvin, Deion Sanders, and many current Hall of Famers Listen. basically took shots at him? No, because those guys are all wanting attention, too. I, Michael Irvin is taking shots at people? Oh, and they went back I mean, and forth. Give me a break. Deion Sanders? By the way. Those two guys Those two guys should just get their own houses in you, order. If you think the Twitter war with uh, Landon Donovan and his associates was crude, you should see the one between T.O. and Michael Irvin. I'm sure. T.O. referencing cocaine. Well, he's got a, and again, he's got a point. Like, Michael Irvin should be lecturing anyone on what's proper behavior. T.O. is, T.O. has a valid point that the fact that they make these guys wait and they play, uh, Hall of Fame God, quote unquote, and, and just, you know, like, like they, they can't, well, you know, you're, puppeteers. You're, you're upset with like the process. It. Okay. You're upset with the process. Right. So okay. it's T.O. All right. But you're in. This is about you. It's now about you, T.O. And you're going to shun the spotlight suddenly? He's, well, he's got the opportunity to, to speak out about how the process is bad. The process is unfair. And he's using yeah. this platform to stand up for everyone and nobody else would do it because everyone else is just like, wow, I'm in now. So screw all the other people. You know Good what I him. would love more than anything? Hall of Fame ceremony kicks off later this uh, in July. They go through all of the inductees and then just T.O.'s not even mentioned. He's not here. Not even here. Not even well, mentioned. That's not going to happen. Oh, that'd be awesome. So they're gonna they're gonna take their ball and go home because he didn't come to their why party. Not? I, or, or maybe maybe you know how they have. I was at the Hall of Fame last year when Terrell Davis got in, yeah. and it took four and a half hours. It was the longest freaking it's ceremony ridiculous. ever. It was a joke. It was so long. It'd be awesome if they went four and a half hours and spent thirty seconds on T.O. They probably will. Also in the Hall of Fame, Terrell Owens. But Next, should, should Terrell Davis have, have had to wait all that time? Doesn't matter what he we didn't think. gain another yard. He didn't score another touchdown. Yeah, but you're you're being idealistic. Your your idealism is just not reasonable. Why? Because it's not. 
But if a system is bad, why can't we try to fix it? I'm not fighting the system now. I'm fighting a guy who just wants... He wants the system fixed. And he th- just because he got in now doesn't mean he's got to give up the fight. You're a system fighter. You're a freedom fighter. That's what I you don't are. like things that are unfair, and it's an unfair system. And T.O. is standing up for everybody, and I appreciate it. In, um, in deference to your mistake, Belarus is not Belgium. A couple of people chiming in. B.E.L. could also stand for Belafonte. Panama could be playing Belafonte right now. Harry Belafonte? <laughs> it's this a one, very reasonable says, mistake. So when Chester sees USA, does he think of uh, Union of South Africa <laughs> or the University of San Antonio? All right. <laughs> it could be Belarus. It could be Belgium. That is so good. Honest mistake. We should go through a bunch of abbreviations <laughs> and tell us what you think, who you uh, think the country should be in your world. Panama, I knew. I knew P-A-N was Panama. That one's simple. Coming up next, we span the globe. Belarus and Belgium with Marty O next. Here's what's in play on Altitude 950. Wine, dine, and golf with me, Vic Lombardi, and Mark Steron of National Jewish Health Night and Day Celebrity Golf Classic, presented by Remax and sponsored by Shanahan. Guests and celebrities from Denver local sports teams wine and dine together at Shanahan's award-winning steakhouse and share the love of golf. The very next day, playing at the beautiful and exclusive Sanctuary Golf Course. Reserve your foursome at njhgolfclassic.org. Welcome to Consumer Car Buying. I'm your instructor, Alan Roach, for my car guys at Johnson Auto Plaza. Here's a fact. Every car dealer pays the same for new vehicles. The manufacturers set the cost, the incentives, the rebates, and from there, it's up to the dealers to sell those vehicles. And so begins the sales circus. You've seen it. Balloons and costumes. Super low. Come on. Payments that require super fast talking or teeny tiny print disclaimers just to make them legal, let alone honest. Know this class. There is a better way. The Johnson family goal is simple, to help you find the vehicle you're looking for at the best possible price with no silly games or wasted time, and make your experience a great one. That's it. And that's why you'll love these guys just like I do. During the Jeep Celebration event, get a great deal on over a 1,000 vehicles, 350 new Rams, 200 new Jeeps. Experience car buying the way it's supposed to be at Johnson Auto Plaza, north of E470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. Construction season is coming, and Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. Denver Golf has a variety and value right in your backyard anywhere in town. From urban golf settings to mountain vistas, you'll find it all at Denver Golf. Fantastic course conditions at the most affordable prices in the Mile High City. With seven facilities to choose from, Denver Golf has programs and courses to fit every golfer. No matter where you live in Denver, there's a Denver Golf course near you. Come home to play. Denver Golf is your neighborhood course. Book your tee times today at cityofdenvergolf.com. 
Josh Dover here with an opportunity to get a career in under a year. Have you ever thought of what it takes to put together a newscast or radio show or even a YouTube channel? Be a social media influencer. There are directors, camera operators, producers, editors, production assistants, reporters, on-screen talent, DJs, board operators, YouTube and Instagram designers, music studio producers, and even film and movies. They are all part of the media industry, and the Colorado Media School has been training people just like you for over 30 years in media careers. The Colorado Media School is calling all creators, actors, editors, beat makers, music lovers. If you want to be a star, they want you. So if you have a passion to create and want to work in the media and broadcast industry, you need to call 303-937-7070 right now. Start now and graduate in just eight months. Financial aid is available for those who qualify and job placement assistance is available. Call the Colorado Media School and reserve your seat. Call 303-937-7070. Darren College, a former NFL Super Bowl champion, signed the most important contract of his life to serve in the Army National Guard. National Guard for me was a perfect fit. I've had a lot of military in my family. It's a big part of what uh, my family's done for a long time. I want to go out there and make a difference. I want to be a part of something bigger than myself. I didn't find that in the normal day-to-day life. I didn't find that working behind a desk. I realized being hands-on and being a soldier was something that would keep me active, keep me outside, keep me in that team environment that I craved and that I needed so much. And then the opportunity to serve my community, serve my country, was just icing on the cake. I wanted to be in Boise, Idaho. I wanted to be home. The National Guard gave me the opportunity to stay right where I was to serve my country and my community, and it was the best of both worlds. I grew up flying bush planes in Alaska with my dad. I was fortunate enough to get my pilot's license. I wanted to be in helicopters. I wanted to be a crew chief. The Army National Guard gave me a chance to fly helicopters now instead of fixed-wing aircraft. To learn how to be part of the Army National Guard, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. Hey, homeowners, listen up. Interest rates are rising, and experts agree they'll continue to rise. So you need to seriously think about refinancing now before rates go up more. The longer you wait, the more interest you might pay. So if you even thought about pulling cash out of the equity in your home to pay off credit cards, car loans, or purchase an investment property, you need to make the cash call now at 855-875-CASH before mortgage rates rise anymore. Cash Call Mortgage can still refinance your loan at a low fixed interest rate for a flat fee of just $995 and will pay all third-party closing costs. Call 855-875-CASH today to begin the quick and easy process. We close most loans in less than 21 days to get you the cash you need fast. That's 855-875-CASH. First Mortgages, Impact Mortgage Corp, DBA, Cash Call Mortgage, One City Boulevard, Orange, California, 92868, NMLS, 128231. Equal housing lender, not licensed in all states, including New York. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms, conditions, and restrictions. That's 855-875-CASH. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. You know, we have a pair of drafts this week. We have the NBA draft on Thursday night. The NHL draft on Friday night. You can win tickets to the uh, Colorado Avalanche game. Any game. If you can answer the Avs draft trivia question. You ready? We're doing this all week. Every morning. Be the first caller. Here we go. The first caller. The phone number is 303-753-0950. You can win two tickets to an Avs regular season hockey game by answering today's question. Who was the first player ever drafted by the Colorado Avalanche? Call now. 303-753-0950. Now, I believe throughout the week, if you follow the Avalanche on Twitter, 
you can find some hints, some clues, some answers to these as well. So if you're not schooled in Avs draft history, correct. Follow the Colorado Avalanche on Twitter or do what most people do and just Google it. Yeah. Yeah. Or, uh, and then the answer, we know the answer and, uh, Marty will be taking the calls. I wonder if Marty's going to get this name right. Yeah. As soon as you, uh, hand this off to a winner, Marty, let us know because I want to reveal what you thought the pronunciation was and you're going to use it in, uh, in, uh, Marty's final segment. You know, it's interesting how the Google taken over our lives though. And when you're trying to find information, glean information, mm-hmm. the old days was, you know, well, who's so-and-so? What's so-and-so? Well, let's go look it up. And it, it was a process. So we're watching a movie last night as a family. And I told you to go watch this movie. Outstanding movie. Twelfth Man? The Twelfth Man. Okay. Um, World War II. Kid friendly? No. Okay. Too violent? Uh, a little too grotesque. Okay. Yeah. A little too grotesque. I mean, it's... It's a war movie. It's a war movie. It's real. Uh, it's, uh, it's, the scene is Norway, the Swedish Norwegian border, Nazi Germany. It was an amazing movie, amazing film. We're watching this movie last night and we're coming up with some, and my, my, my kid kept stopping the movie and then asking Siri historical questions. Okay. You know, like, I like the engagement. How, exactly. How, why'd this happen? I've, and so it's amazing what kind of tool, learning tool our phones have become. Because as you're watching something, the question was this. Guy goes into the water, and the German officer says, well, that water must be zero degrees. And the guy goes, no, it's below freezing. And the guy goes, how can it be below freezing? It's not frozen. It's a good question. Salt water. Ah, okay. Salt water freezes at a different temperature? Salt water can be below freezing and not be frozen. Interesting. Yes. Now, you found this out on Siri, or, or found it out in the movie. We asked Siri. Well, the movie posed the question. Okay. We asked Siri for the answer. Does that make sense? Yeah. I like the engagement of the of, of your family during the movie. Well, it doesn't happen too often. You're not just being passive because what I normally get is we we went and saw Ocean's Eight on Friday night. Is that the female version of yeah. uh, the heist? Yeah. Okay. And it's just okay. And we're like 30 seconds into the movie, and my wife asks me a question. I'm like, How would I know? I'm watching the same movie you're watching. Like <laughs> I don't know where it's going. My wife is movie talker lady. During the movie, she's just talking the entire time and. It, it always results in an argument. It's an argument. I'm it's like asking questions the entire time. Yeah. Pay attention. Watch the movie. We're fixing to find yeah, out. Totally it's not my either. second time yeah. through it. How would I know? Uh, Marty, did we get a winner for our Avs trivia question? Did somebody call in with the uh, correct answer? Yes. Congratulations. Okay, so now, to, uh, now can we give the answer? Yes, go okay, for it. Okay, so the question was, who was the very first player ever drafted by the Colorado Avalanche? Yes. Uh, I say, Marty, can we get the verified winner? Who is? Who was the first player? And Marty said what? Mark Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all these people kept saying Mark Denis. I was like, nope, wrong, uh, wrong, sorry, wrong. You're wrong. Mark Dennis. Mark Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Oh, God. I'm not going to kill you for that, though, because I've given you my uh, my my Av story about pronunciation, right? Uh, years ago, when uh, Dan Hynote was called up for the Avs, I was working for Channel 4, and I saw the name. And I immediately, you know... You, you suppose this guy's French Canadian with that name. So for a week, I called him Hinote. Hmm. Very nice. Oh yeah. Very posh. Dan Hinote for your Colorado Avalanche. Yeah. Let's span the globe, please. There's a lot going on in the sports world. Let's span the globe. 
right, Vic, you asked for it. Uh, Brewers pitcher Adrian Hauser came into the game, and uh, he wasn't feeling so good. He's just pitching just his fifth game in the majors. He puked all over the uh, the pitcher's mound right before his warm-up pitches. Grounds crew came out, cleaned it up, got back in the game, gave up a double, then got a pinch hitter to ground out, and then, then, it, then it happened again. Again? Upchucked all over the pitcher's mound. Greg Council came out and said, uh, hey, you know, get back out there. Are you okay? Yeah, he went back in the game, only gave up one run and got out of the inning. Well, I'll take an upchucker if it's only one run. He threw up on the mound? On the mound, yeah. The grounds crew came up, had to clean it up. It's pretty gross. Wow. Did, did he say if, was it a result of illness or just nerves? Uh, he, uh, he said it was really hot out that day. He just got called up from Colorado Springs. So he did some traveling prior to the, the game and, uh, he said he didn't drink enough water and was just puking all over the field. Huh. Well, yeah, because you do, you have a lot of guys who, like, will do that before the game because they're nervous. To have it happen during the game on yeah. the pitcher's mound is pretty when I, unusual. When, when I think about public upchucking, I, I immediately go back to grade school where when somebody would vomit and the janitor would pour that sawdust all yeah. over it, you yeah. know, and you'd have those just trains that of salt. smell. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to think about that. Can we move no. on? Well, there's a couple of great videos out there. The cameras did great. not miss it, so uh, be sure great. to check those out. All right, the uh, USA under-18 team dominated the uh, FIBA championships. They beat Canada in the gold medal game. On their way to the championship, they blasted Ecuador 132-55, to then they beat Panama 118-26. to That's stupid. What, what do you what do you gain from this? Yeah, what, what's the point? Well, they, what do you want them to do? Like... Coast? I, I, not try to score? I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm just saying the FIBA championships. What What do you gain from those championships? I don't know. you got to send a well, team. Should they just not play? Should they I, just say, hey, we're so good, we're not going to go? Would you watch? No. Okay. That's, that's but if I was on the team, comment. I would go, and I would try, yes, to, I'm I would just try asking, to. But would you watch? Win by 100. Right. They jumped out to a 45 nothing halftime lead there, so the game was pretty much decided after tip. Hey, Panama is in the World Cup because of, uh, instead of us, so I'm not taking it easy on them in the sport. We're better than them. I want them. that freaking canal back, too. <laughs> All right, have you, guys, uh, have you guys noticed the strategy the Tampa Bay Rays have been employing with their uh, their bullpen days? They uh, they don't have a fifth starter. They just go with a bullpen day. They have Sergio Romo, their closer, starting games now. He pitches like an inning, an inning, and a third. Then he just bows out. Does it work? Just, not really. I mean, they're not having a great year. but uh, Well, yeah, but on those days, on bullpen days, like what's their record? Yeah, I'm just curious. Well, that's a good question. Because but... you know what? I mean, the way the Rockies are going right now with their bullpen, they may want to consider some grand experiment. Give Wade Davis the start? Instead of bullpen day, give the give the bullpen back to the starters. Which starter wants to pitch in the bullpen today? They might as well try it. It can't be any worse. They're saying it's uh, throwing off all the sabermetric stats that the uh, – oh. You By know, God! Oh, jeez! We don't want to. We don't want to screw up that. So maybe they should just go back to. to Who's worse? Area. Who's worse? Who's worse? Be honest. Golf rules guy, or saber matrician guy? Saber matrician. I mean, that's a tough call because golf rules guy sits Go- at home. Oh, the golf rules the... guy! You saw what he—the ire of golf rules guy over the weekend. Whoa! Yeah, but saber matrician guy—is that really a word? I know you've got I me saying it. Up. Saber metrics guy. Uh, it's just, and he throws out those terms and then he'll argue with you that ERA and wins don't mean anything anymore. I, I, I love that guy on Twitter. Oh, dude, I brought this up. I read some article and I enjoy, I enjoy rules. <laughs> I enjoy stats. I get it. But when I don't know what a stat is anymore, mm-hmm. I, and you have a column full of these weird 
abbreviations for stats. Do you know what this stands for? B A B I P. B A B I P. Yeah, that's a baseball. Something stat. innings pitched. Yeah, obviously right? that that part I got. Uh, B. I have no idea. I have no idea. Marty. Yeah, I think it's batting average of balls in play. Oh, it's not even innings pitched. So the batting average of what? What, what do you mean balls in play? Babip. What? Balls in play. Just balls that have been made contact and were fair. So what's the batting average of? Wouldn't, I don't really get it, but I know that's what it stands what, for. What's the point? Because it could be an out, right? If it was in play. Mm-hmm. Batting average. Yeah. What does that tell you? Yeah. What, what is the what's number? The point? And what's a good number? That's the other problem I have with all these stats. Like I know what is a good ERA. I don't. What's a good BABIP? Are we at that point now where we're psychoanalyzing the stat itself and and detailing it down to the very? Yeah, it's gone way too far. Way too again, far. Again, you can throw every stat in the world at me at, at Brian Shaw's BABIP, okay? Mm-hmm. And all that BABIPs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's struggling. I see with my eyes what you're showing me with your numbers. We see yeah. the same thing. You don't need BABIP to know he's a gas can, and when he comes in the game, we we've it's arrived trouble. at the same conclusion. Yes. yes. In a different language. But I used to get that a lot from guy who wanted to defend the Rockies bullpen of like, you know, well, don't worry babbit. about this stat. It's don't overlook their babbit. What's their babbit? Do you think in the 1920s guys were like, we, we don't care about the ERA or the batting average. We don't <laughs> probably those aren't going to stick <laughs> You're around. Probably right. Probably. All right. Uh, in San Francisco, brewers have released a new brew called LeBron Tears. They, uh, they said they took the tears from Sir James after the game one loss and distilled them into a hazy IPA. I think they're just going a little too hard at LeBron here. I mean, it's not like he was cursing the city or anything. I don't know why they, they have to do this. Who did this? A uh, San Francisco brewery. Yeah, calm down, dude. I mean, part of me thinks, much. oh, that's funny. And then classy there's, winner. Yeah, exactly. It's like the Patriots putting uh, 283 diamonds on mm-hmm. their Super Bowl ring. Like, just win with a little class, right? You won. You don't have to rub it in. You don't. And you, just, why, why are you killing LeBron? It's not like he didn't do anything anti-San right. Francisco. What if, they had, what if they had J.R. Smith tears? You think that would be a little That'd more acceptable? Funny. Yeah, yeah. He, he deserves the criticism. Mm-hmm. All right, this might be the wrong crowd for this, but the Madden 2019 rating player ratings came out. There are three perfect 99s out there. We have one quarterback, one receiver, and one DN. Can you try and guess the perfect you, 99? You're right by your assessment. This is the wrong crowd for this. Yeah, but I think we can get it. I think uh, Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback. You got that. The defensive end is J.J. Watt. Nope. No. Von Miller. No, Von Miller clocked in at a 98. Very close. Who determines these ratings, by the way? Khalil Mack. Sabermetricians. <laughs> Golf rules guys. <laughs> and the receiver that's a perfect Who, wait, score. Do we, do we have the... The D-end he didn't get. We had a wide receiver you should get, no problem. Antonio Brown. Yeah. D-E plays for the Rams. Aaron Donald's Aaron. an interior. He's interior, though, isn't he? Yeah, he's a defensive tackle. So Aaron Donald is a perfect 99? Okay. Aaron Donald, perfect 99. Okay. I'll buy that. Okay. All right, and last one here. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to sleep well now. Yeah, thank God. Good. Glad you guys enjoy that. All right, Lane Kiffin hired 25-year-old Charlie Weiss Jr. as his offensive coordinator. What do you guys think of that, a 25-year-old being the offensive coordinator? Hey, oh. if he's qualified, if he can do the job, I have no problem with uh, him being 25 and getting that gig. Think, to me, it's all about the ability. I think his dad took 35 mil from my uh, alma mater. <laughs> Love to have that back. I well, like that Lane Kiffin thinks outside the box. I do. He's going to go hire somebody that doesn't matter that he's 25 years old. The name Lane. Punchable you you name. and these things that just get under your skin. I mean, whose name, your name is Lane out there. And you wake up. I mean, what, what, 
How punchable is Lane? I have a cousin named Lane. I mean, seriously. Nice guy. Tell me about Lane. He's a good guy. How punchable is Lane? You've played flag football with him. He's the one that always gets in, tr- in trouble See? with the ref. See? Gets in fights. See? He's wired a lot like me. See? You made my point for me. <laughs> You're kind of guy. Thank you. Are you done? That's it, yeah. Appreciate it, Marty. When we come back, put a bow on this show, what we did wrong, what we said wrong. Panama has yet to score against Belgium or Belarus. It's 0-0 in the 46th. As a Coloradan, we've got a lot of love for our football, hockey, baseball, lacrosse, and soccer teams. We're loyal fans cheering local teams and buying from local businesses. Hey, guys, it's Ryan Harris. And your boy, Nate Crackman, for our friends at Colorado Family-Owned American Financing. If you are going to borrow money for a new home, borrow locally. The American Financing team of salary-based mortgage consultants will help you get a pre-approval letter, which will help make your home offer more attractive. They can access any loan in the industry while offering the lowest rates, best service and fastest closings. Plus, you'll get one-on-one attention while being guided through the options, resulting in a custom loan specific to your financial goals. I'd call that a win, Ryan. And there are never any upfront fees. Pick up the phone and give them a call at 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000. AmericanFinancing.net American Financing, the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. And MLS 182334, regulated by the division of real estate. Earnings vary based on your effort. Message and data rates may apply. Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Denver? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Stan Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Denver area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Denver is a perfect market for my system, and this week I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Fans Workshop, text your five-digit zip code to 82000. Seating is extremely limited, so text Text your five-digit zip code to 82,000 right now because this free ticket offer expires this Friday. Just text your zip code to 82,000. It's a grand opening celebration at BPL Plasma in Commerce City. Come make some easy cash by donating your blood plasma. Save lives and get paid. Earn an easy $225 over your first three donations. Talk about quick cash. You'll be in and out in less than an hour. And BPL Plasma is one of Colorado's largest facilities. You'll be in good hands. With two locations, one in Lakewood and the grand opening of their Commerce City location in the shopping center on the corner of Vasquez and Parkway Drive. Learn more at BPLPlasma.com. It's time to bring breakfast back at the Delectable Egg. Start your day with an amazing omelet, a delicious skillet, some pancakes, or how about some eggs? There's a lot of places to get eggs, but only one locally owned and with so many delicious locally sourced products made fresh daily. The Delectable Egg. So get cracking. The Delectable Egg at five metro locations, including Lodo, Downtown, DTC, Lowry, and Westminster. Ask about catering and hatch some great deals with a Delectable Egg rewards program at DelectableEgg.com. Saturday, June 23rd is the main event of the Rockies' 25th anniversary season with stars of past and present. All-time 25 alumni like Larry Walker and Todd Helton, along with Charlie, Nolan, and the current team, will join fans on the field for a 25th anniversary photo day. So, here's your to-do list. Arrive at 1015 to get your King Supers throwback replica jersey, get photos with the Rockies, and enjoy special ceremonies before the 110 game versus the Marlins. Go to rockies.com slash 25th 
to get your June 23rd tickets before they're gone. This Legal Minute is brought to you by Bell & Pollock Personal Injury Lawyers at championsofthepeople.com. Hi, I'm Gary Bell with the law firm of Bell & Pollock. This is your Legal Minute. We're here to teach you and educate you. You're injured in a car crash. You're off to the emergency room or maybe urgent care. How in the world is the insurance company for the at-fault party later going to use the emergency room records against you? They can't do that, can they? Sure they can. They try every time. You go to the emergency room. Maybe they do an x-ray of your neck. They say it's not remarkable. It's normal. They do an MRI of your low back. They say it's not remarkable. It's normal. The insurance company says your MRI and your x-rays were normal. What's your problem? Why are you still symptomatic? Your x-rays and films and radiographic studies were normal. What is your problem? You need a legal game plan. You need to understand what to do. Bell and Pollock, championsofthepeople.com will help you. For your Bell and Pollock legal game plan, visit championsofthepeople.com. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. All right, a lot of people chiming in uh what Babbitt stands for. Kyle Keeve, quick to text us. He has no clue. He went straight to the Google later and cut and pasted. Yes, without a doubt, that was no, cut and pasted. No, uh, no idea. He just he just figured out batting average like two weeks ago. Took a while. We think. Yeah. Yes. Uh, six four two one says Babbitt is basically used to show how much a player gets lucky or unlucky. I agree, it's ridiculous, but just so you know, that's what they use it for. Because it's when you put the ball in play, yeah. what is your batting average? Yeah. So it's basically your batting average if you took out your strikeouts and home runs. Why does the home run not count? That's what it says here. I have no idea. Excludes home runs. How many balls go for hits excluding home runs? Okay. All right. So, I mean, like Trevor Story strikes out a lot and hits a lot of home runs. So does would he have, he have a, a good BABIP? I don't know. You, a, a guy who hits some some... Liners. I mean, just crushes the ball straight to an outfielder. Like the one that Charlie Blackman, when they were trying to rally in Philly, and he mm-hmm. hit he he hit one to the to the gap, and the center fielder caught up to it. And I thought it was a hit. That's a bad babbit. That hurts your babbit. Yeah. So you want to have a high babbit or a low babbit? So if you're high on the babbit, you're a fortunate hitter, I guess. You can definitely tell we're not sabermetrics guys. The higher the Babbitt, the more fortunate you are. Higher, okay, that makes sense. You, you're you're a lucky guy. When you hit it, it tends to drop. It doesn't go right at a fielder. Okay, that makes some sense. I get it now. I don't know what that tells me about you as a player, though. You're lucky or you're not unlucky, I guess. I, I, it's a silly stat to me. To, oh man, your goal in the the bottom line is when I'm watching a game, right? When I'm watching a game. Don't you already deduce this kind of stuff when you're watching? Like Charlie Blackman's up four times, and three of the four times he hits it hard, and it's caught. Or a great feeling. You're like, oh, man, he got unlucky today. So you leave that game saying, yeah, yeah. Chuck was pretty unlucky today. Do I need a number and don't, to illustrate? Do I need somebody telling me, some accountant with a number two pencil saying, yeah, he was unlucky? I saw the game. And I it, get it. And isn't baseball sort of the ultimate game of, you know what, that's all going to work out over time? Because you're gonna have it all the, evens out. the blooper that yeah. was not a very well hit ball, but it drops. I mean, I I think it all evens out over time. I don't think we need BABIP. I think that's what we've determined here. Other topics we discussed today. Your 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 boy Bill may rest in peace. Yes, you're my boy Bill, my late cat yeah. Bill. 
the the coyotes in uh Westminster. Now you're saying coyotes. I know you got me you got me saying that. It uh yeah, he had a uh he had a violent yeah. demise. Do not feed the animals, the wildlife. Your neighbors are at fault here for la- leaving food out for the fox. And uh, leaving yeah. that food out attracted wildlife. Correct. Uh, so don't do that. Phil Mickelson, angering uh, golf rules guy. I found it humorous and wonderful at the same time. I love that a guy showed emotion on a national stage like the U.S. Open. Me too. Golf rules guy was upset, says he disrespected the game. My argument is, how about the USGA disrespecting the game by making a freaking circus show out of that golf course? I totally agree with that, too. You, last week, were all excited about how they made it difficult. You oh, thought I, it was great. I enjoy difficult golf. but I do, too, but, but, but that was you, absurd. But when you use the word disrespect, when you use that word, it goes both ways. It's all I'm saying. It cuts both ways. I don't think there should be a course that's set up to where not a single professional golfer can break par over the course of four, the four rounds. Doesn't bother Total. me. Total. I just think that's silly. Doesn't bother me. The winner was plus one. We discussed today on the show the parody in the World Cup. How teams like Switzerland can pull off a tie against Brazil. Iceland, a tie against Argentina. Mexico, defeating former World Cup champion Germany, won nothing. It's all happening, and unfortunately, the the host, our country, is not enjoying the parody. You, you're exists. overreacting to it. There's not parody. None of these teams are going to advance. Mexico may. But these but, kind of things didn't happen before, though. They, not even this mm. happened. Argentina would never tie against Iceland. That wouldn't, mm. that's, a, come on, that never happened. You don't think in, in previous World Cups there was weird results in the well, opening yes, game? One or two, not three in the same weekend. Uh, three think, in the same weekend. I think, it, I think it'll all even out and by the end of it we'll be watching the same teams we all expected to watch. The Rockies are back home this week. The homestand that kicks off against the Mets, uh, needless to say, I, must win. I, I don't know what you do at this oh, they're point. Beyond must I, I, I don't know what you do. We've been saying that for every road trip and every homestand for yeah. two months of, ah, oh, yeah. they gotta go five and two. They gotta go seven and two. It, they're, they're done. You it know doesn't what they matter. Need. You know what they need. They need some Babbitt. Yep. Obviously their Babbitt is if just not as high as it needs to be. they can fix their Babbitt, they will put it back on the tracks. Trust me. Marty, what did we do wrong today? Marty monitors the mistakes. Oh, sorry. That's not right. In today's Fact Checker. Presented by Ken's Auto Service. For all your auto repairs and vehicle maintenance needs. Ken's Auto Service. A full-service preventative maintenance and auto repair center in Aurora. More info at kensautoserviceinc.com. Actually, since uh, HW's not here today, Fact Checker's been canceled. So (laughs) we we don't have much to get to. Not needed anymore. <laughs> Very fair point. Uh, Vic, you identified the WWE as the WWF once uh, in oh. the 7 o'clock hour. It hasn't been the WWF mm-hmm. since 2002. Oh, kill me now. Wow, really? Uh, 2002 is when that changed? Correct. Okay. Yeah. So so there was a transition of some sort? Mm-hmm. Apparently. Was it like a, a day of royalty or something? Did they pass the baton? What happened? And you must have missed the opening ceremonies. Yeah. It's some sort of like World Wildlife Federation or something, yeah, right? That's, that's who the, the mix-up was with. Yeah. What? Yeah, they, there was another organization that was WWF. And they the Worldwide Fishing? No, I think it's World Wildlife World, Fund. World or Wildlife Fund, yep. The WWF with the old uh, panda. Are you just making this up and agreeing with me, Marty? Because I've said it different twice, and both oh. times you said, yep, that's it. <laughs> that's yep, got it. it. Nailed it. No, I'm looking at it. World Wildlife Fund, WWF. Okay. All right, uh, next we're talking about the frustrations you've had on the golf course. James, you were saying you threw a club in a lake once. You're giving us the play-by-play. Let's hear it. Have you ever thrown one in a lake? 
No. That I have. And that and that's one immediately when yeah. it's in the air, right? You're yeah. like, ah, oh, dang it. Yes. Because you know, like... But you snap, right? You now snap. I'm, I'm going to have to buy another 7-iron. Are you sure you just said, dang it, when you threw that glove in the air? Uh, it wasn't was, dang uh, it, no. It wasn't. Maybe just the yell the big poppycock as it That's was going? That's the other thing. I think cursing on the golf course is not only allowed, encouraged. Yeah, if it's, you don't, it's expected. I don't trust you. If I play golf with you and you're not cursing after a foul up, I don't trust you. If I don't trust you as a golfer, I don't trust you as a fellow human. If I threw my club and I really did say, dang mm-hmm. it, you wouldn't trust me at all. No. Like, if I'm playing golf and a dude, you know, Four jacks of putt, and all I get out of him is poppycock. I'm done. Yeah, I'm, I'm out. That was the radio-friendly version of yeah. my story. That's kind of what I figured. And that's it. Actually, quick note, Belarus has never made it to the uh, World <laughs> Cup before, so another reason why you shouldn't have identified B. Such a long uh, tradition. Yeah. World Belgium, because you guys know Belgium's tradition in the World <laughs> Cup so well. They have great kits, don't they? I do have good, good kits. Yeah. Sharp. Yeah, what's the next fixture, by the way? Oh, no. Table. Yeah. Yeah, fixture game or result? The tables are just, you know, in disarray after all those upsets. Okay. Uh, good show today. I want to thank our guests, Jeff Legwald, for joining us, Richard Fleming. Tomorrow on the show, Marty, what do we have? It's Tuesday. We got a good show for okay, you on Tuesday. Okay, a good show on be Tuesday. Great. Looking Boy, forward to it. Really pre-planned that sucker. We've got uh, Danny and Cello in for Scott and Julie. Oh, today. is that who those guys are? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Just I to thought, let everybody know. I thought they just let like an elementary yeah, school in for a sightseeing around. tour or something. Field trip. It's 10 o'clock. Thanks for watching. Up next, Cello. Is it Cello in Balboa? I don't know. Fixing to find out. Nice. Altitude 950. Rewind. We'll address a number of things. Uh, you know, we've had a, you know, we've had a, you know, a couple discussions already, uh, as a group and individually. We gotta keep, uh, keep fighting through it. Like to have your starting pitcher be a good front runner and attack. And, uh, you know, that inning, John got behind guys, uh, you know, two over the first hitter, two over the second hitter, you know, didn't field the bunt properly, looked like he rushed a little bit. So, you know, these are things that John has to correct. It's, it's, uh, confidence, it's mental, it's some mechanics, you know, it's trying to do too much with the ball, uh, it's not trusting your stuff. I mean, there's a lot of things that go on in this. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up on Saturday night, the Rapids are at home to take on Minnesota United FC. Kickoffs at 7 o'clock with Connor Cape on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche. Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Live from the Altitude 950 Studios, Scott Hastings, Julie Brownman, Hastings and Brownman starts now.